brothers 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 there's a lot of changes going on including 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 the change the titles but guess what tonight on the wrestling realm now podcast we will unveil some new championships after this houston we have a problem yes Brothers, we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Wrestling Realm Now podcast brought to you by the Wrestling Realm. We're our own sponsor. Hey, good brothers. Definitely pay for this. Man, who you lying? Who you telling? Good brothers. With all that being said, what's cracking, man? It's another day, it's another dollar. Here we are again, man. We're blessed to be back. What's the word? Oh, man, I'm good. You know, um, you know, it's a good, good Wednesday. It's been a long day, but guess what? I'm here with my brothers, and that right there is a blessing. So I'm ready to get this party started. And brother Hugh, when the brothers get together, you know what that means? Shenanigree. Shenanigree. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's going on now, y'all? Nothing, man. I'm chilling, man. Like I said, as Brian H definitely said, man, it's, I'm happy to be back on here with the brothers. You know what I mean? This is kind of what we do, man. We get a chance each week to come in. And kind of stay current with everything going on in the world of professional wrestling. And today is no different, but we've got a few things to get to. But also, we we are going to finally unveil these new championships that everybody's talking about. Like this is it's it's one of those things where you got to get to it first. And today on the Wrestling Realm Now podcast, we will unveil the newest and latest championships in the world of professional wrestling. You guys excited about that? Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yes sir. Hey, look who's in the building, Stephen Michael. Uh oh, leave, leave my shades alone, baby. I'm just, just <laughs> over here. Stephen right Michael, those wrestling girls. You know how we do. The family is here. Yeah. Oh, we oh we gotta we gotta catch everybody early. We gotta make these announcements quickly. Like I, I know everybody's here. Uh, everybody's starting to fill into the chat, but we're definitely gonna get started. Um, but I guess since everybody's okay, I guess we can go ahead and get started. Is that is that mm-hmm. is am I good to go, brothers? Are we are we ready to rock and roll? Sounds, the real Dwayne Allen. Take it away. Here you go. Okay. There you go. Listen, I'd, I'd love to take it away, but first we have to take care of logistics. Hold up. So wait for it. Wait for it. Wait 45, for Brandon. It. Welcome to the Wrestling Realm Now podcast, where we take a deeper dive into the world of professional wrestling. Now, you can catch our flagship show, The Wrestling Room, and other shows such as Wrestle for the Culture, Break It Down, Brad H, and other content anytime on YouTube.com slash The Wrestling Room, where myself, The Real Dwayne Allen, Brian H. Waters, and Brother Hugh explore many topics and try to educate and give the fans a different perspective on many different aspects in the world of pro wrestling. I am your host, The Realness, The Real Dwayne Allen. He is your host. Brian H. Waters. He is your host, Brother Hugh, a.k.a. Has the Third, H to the A to the S, T to the H to the E, 3 to the R to the D. Yes, we do that every week. You can follow us mm-hmm. on all social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Wrestling Room 2Ws. Like and subscribe 
and engage in the conversation with us. And also, you can stream all of our audio content on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. You can watch us and subscribe to our Twitch channel at The Wrestling Rum. If you want to support us and be a part of the brand, you can shop everything at WrestlingRum.com, where we have hoodies, we have t-shirts, we have mugs. Our proud wrestling fan is an up-and-coming t-shirt design that's going to take over the world. We are going to unveil new products very, very soon, just in time for the for the fall and the winter season. Also, subscribe to our Patreon channel for all exclusive content, including Brian, Brian H. H. Thoughts. That was perfect. That was perfect timing. Brian H. <laughs> At patreon.com slash the rest wrestling underscore realm, excuse me. And I got uh, a new one on deck coming out tomorrow. Okay, and it'll see, make I, sense after the show. Oh, see, look, I, I I can't wait. So if you want that exclusive content from Brian H and eventually at some point in time, I do plan to start my own <laughs> <laughs> my own exclusive Patreon show <laughs> one known day. as known as Realness Reacts. Trust me, one it'll be worth day. it. But I think that's all the announcements. Is it everything, brothers? I think so. Yep. Let me put the, put the thing back up there. That's everything. Hold on. I got to show this. We just showed this just because. So everybody sees this. So you can see all of our hard, hard on the graphics. See that? So yes, sir. hard yes, sir. on the graphics. But when, so when you go to our content, you see what we do. You see we're not <laughs> bluffing. Like we actually, we actually take this thing very seriously. But gentlemen, we've got some business to get to today. So first of all, let's, let's, let's do some catching up. You know, that's, there's no major announcements right now outside of unveiling of these new championships that people can't wait to see. But, um, how have you brothers been feeling? Now, now, first and foremost, I need to ask you, mm-hmm. what have you brothers been watching this week outside of the basic, regular, raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW of wrestling? I'm going to tell you why in a minute, because Saturday was like a wrestling explosion for me. But first of all, what you guys been getting to this week? Talk to your boy. Oh, man. Uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead I'm, find, I'm trying to find it. All right. I've been watching ROH Classics. Yes. Ah. Specifically, uh, Kevin Owens, aka Kevin Steen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Watch him versus uh, Davy Richards for the title. Okay, yeah, I remember that. Uh, that was in, that was in Canada. That was mm-hmm. a great match. Then the Sami Zayn ladder match. Um, ladder wars. Yep. Oh, oh my gosh, those two they 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 tore it down. My fault. El Generico or Generico, mm-hmm. not not Sami mm-hmm. Zayn. They tore it down. And then uh, Shinsuke versus Kevin Steen. When Shinsuke hit him with the double uh, Kinshasa. Yes, sir. Was that a Global Wars award? I think it was War of the Worlds in 2014. War of the Worlds. War of yep. the Worlds. War so, uh, 16? 14, I think. No, it was 14. It was 14. Because almost Owens was out of there by 15, I yeah, believe. Yeah, right, right. It was 14. So that's what I've been watching. No, that's, that sounds like a, that sounds like fun. Brian H., how about you? You ready to boogie? What, yeah. What, what, um, what'd you get into this week? So I actually went different. I watched some Big Lucha. Um, this match between Flamita and Bandito that took mm. place at Big Lucha on September 23rd. Shout out to my colleague, Phil Snyder. He actually had to go to Mexico for, uh, you know, one of his other many uh, jobs. And he said, like, he was literally getting off the plane, went right to the Big Lucha show. So he mentioned that in the um, weekly top three match article. And that was the honorable mention. So I was like, all right, I know Bandito was giving a challenge for the World uh, Ring of Honor, or I guess we call it the Ring of Jericho Championship. So I wanted yeah. to watch that match, and boy, did they tear out the house. I mean, you know how it is with uh, Mexican wrestling, you know, just to sit there and just really appreciate the culture of it. And, you know, um, it, it was a phenomenal match. Uh, I definitely encourage people to go check it out. No, no, doubt. Trust me, just along those same lines, man. Let me tell you something. This I, 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 I've said this before, and I'll say it again. You know that the fall is like... Uh, is a big wrestling season for me. Mm-hmm. Like it's nothing like just 
cozying up amongst the warmth and just putting on some good old wrestling. Saturday, yeah. I got into so so Friday, I discovered like full matches on Ring of Honor wrestling on their YouTube channel, and I was like, wait a minute, I've been looking for these. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I watched this. There was a channel called Indie Wrestling Classics that literally got flagged like a day or two ago from third party. <laughs> oh, oh. And when I Haters. say it was, bro, when it was a ton of wrestling stuff, I'm talking like, I'm talking New Japan Pro Wrestling, Ring of Honor, stuff everywhere. I was like, man, I've been looking for this. I was able to, I was able to catch up on a few matches that I that I, I was trying to find for a long time without having to go and buy Ring of Honor DVDs. So like, um, I watched, I went back and I watched the, the match between Jay Lethal and Roderick Strong, and uh, see Brandon. Brandon. Brandon guys always been a Kevin Steen's music fan. You and Brandon. I told you. That, that music, oh my gosh! I, I'll say this though: when I heard it, it definitely took me back, bro. I was like, oh, okay, yep. I, yeah, I, I, I told you. Yeah, it was. It was one of those things, but um, it takes you back to being in the Dewburns. It, it really does, though. In, in all honesty, like it, it, it really does. Standing like, next to me, Brandon guy, and and brother Hugh, we all just boogieing and. You know, eating pizza, that cold pizza. You know, nah, it was it was fun. It's something about those that those indie spots that kind of you appreciate them now. But um, yeah. So I was watching all that stuff. I got to see Jay Lethal versus Roderick Strong that I that I was actually in there person for to see. And, mm-hmm. and you know, when when they went almost seventy two minutes, E Rock was there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember I, I was just catching with everything. I ca- I caught up on, I believe it was Adam Cole versus Jay Briscoe. For the Ring of Honor World Championship, I mean, I was watching everything: Bobby Fish versus Adam Cole, thirty-five minute matches. I was watching AJ Styles versus Adam Cole at, at Extravaganza, and I believe I don't think it was in Vegas, but it was around. I think it wasn't in Vegas. I was watching. I was watching all kind of stuff, and then I got into. I did this thing where I, I went to Stupid Peacock and I put on WCW Monday Nitro. A random one on ninety-eight, and I fell asleep watching it. And all night, I just had so many great sounds. Of because what happens on Peacock, the good thing about Peacock is the only good thing about Peacock is when you're watching it and the show's over, it goes to the next week. Yeah, yeah. I got the I was listening to a lot. I, I woke up to Monday, WCW Monday Night Show. I was in such a good mood this morning. <laughs> like I'm hearing Macho Man randomly in the middle of the night. I'm, I wake mm-hmm. up and I see Sting and Kevin Nash in the main event. I said, Man, Russell was really good. Mm-hmm. Like I tweeted the other day. <laughs> Because because shout out to Mimi in the building. Mimi, I'll tell you exactly why I think Peacock is stupid. Because I I missed the WWE <laughs> Network, and and it's not the same. I don't need a, I don't need any other reason besides that. It's slow. It's all <laughs> over the place. It's not as organized as I needed to be. And uh, they, yeah, I'll say Tyquan starting. He's calling Bobby Fish old. He showed he showed up in Impact this week, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. He had he had a few words to say, but um. But yeah, man, I that I I was in such a good mood this morning. I said, man, I need this. I, and guess what? I think I'm gonna do the same thing tonight. Except I, I think tonight I might do Monday Night Raw. So you gonna sleep night, better, bro? I'm telling you, like I I go to sleep with a smile on my face. I wake up with a smile on my face, and I was like, man, I'm just in such. It takes me back to, you know, good old fashioned wrestling days. It's it's my childhood. So I had a lot of fun. So I've been I've been on wrestling overload because this this season is you know, big wrestling, uh, mm-hmm. season for me, but. Yeah, let's uh speaking of watching uh Taekwondo even watching ECW on Peacock. I tr- I tried to watch um uh I forgot what it, what match it was. I was trying to I speaking of ECW though, I watched Kurt Angle versus RVD and the you know the WWE ECW version, which was an underrated match. Uh you know, right before Kurt Angle was on his way out the door and I got a chance to 
you know, you know, I'm a, I'm a big Shane Douglas fan, so I was watching a lot of his stuff. But man, this is this is my time of year to get into all the old stuff, and you know, while mm-hmm. we have a lot of new stuff too, and we'll um we'll get into that, man. But it's it's time to finally unveil some business. We got some people in here, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, that yeah, Kurt Angle was uh he was there. I'm not gonna repeat it. Taquan, is starting already. It's okay. <laughs> this is why we're here. But ladies and gentlemen. There's a lot of things that's been going on in the world of professional wrestling, a lot of changes being made. Right. And there's been a lot of rumors in regards to, um, you know, championships changing and maybe merging and separating and get new designs and all and things of that nature. But ladies and gentlemen, here on the wrestling realm, we are going to unveil to you some brand new championships. So so last week. The wrestling room got a phone call and we got him at three separate moments, three situations by by someone. And they say, listen, are you available on this day? Now, this this individual doesn't say anything. Usually he doesn't usually, you know, if if, if he's asking for us to show up or me personally or us individually, it was for a reason. I said, hey, you know, by all means, I, I you know, what, what do you what do you need? What do you need, brother? It's a good brother. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm you know, I get a phone call and, you know, I'm late. I'm riding around town and um I pull up, I pull up to the spot and he opens the door and I walk in the door and I see the good brother sitting there. I'm like, wait a minute, brother Hughes there, Brian Nixon said, I don't know if they knew they were coming or they knew they were <laughs> going to be there at some point together. But I know when I when I pulled up, so when I pulled up, I was like, Oh, the brothers are here. Okay. So it was we was, was in full effect, you know, the wrestling room. And um, we walk into the room and we were probably gifted, probably one of the most thoughtful and most spectacular gifts that we have ever received from anybody as far as the brand and as far as the wrestling room is concerned. Um, Brandon guy, we call him Brandon, the guy guy. Uh, he decided to do a very kind gesture. Like I said, a good brother. He's been on the show. He's going to be on the show again. He's a, he's a re a reoccurring member of the, the wrestling room. He showed up and uh, he gave us, we, we, we originally <laughs> thought he was going to give us, just some 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 replica titles that he was going to you know just get rid of because he was making upgrades because he's a belt king <clears throat> look at that and um so so naturally you know he had three separate belts available for us and we were surprised to have them and you know we were so happy that he was just getting rid of you know replica titles that he was going to upgrade you know and we were just being grateful and gracious about that but he just he pulled the complete okie doke on us and he surprised us with our very own custom wrestling realm championship titles. Where's the photo? There it is right here. Bam. Look at that. Hold on. That's just. Ladies and gentlemen. The wrestling room would like to present to you <clears throat> brand new wrestling realm championship titles. Oh, yeah, the <sighs> Brandon guy, Brandon the guy, guy. Look at these Check beauties. Me out. Check me you out. See that? You see that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look at that. She's sexy, ain't she? Look at that. So we, we would like to personally take this time to thank you, brother Brandon, publicly in front of the world as we unveil these new championships. Yes, he designed sir. these championships custom for us personally. 
um, to tell a story. And, you know, we, each of us can probably go into what we like to do. But as you can see, we have multiple plates and each thing kind of tells something different about who we are as individuals as far as his brand. Uh, if you don't know Brandon Guy, he was a part of the wrestling room from the very beginning. He used to do our independent report. And, you know, he, he's a guy that he, who has traveled the road with us over and over again. And, I mean, we couldn't be more than grateful and thankful that he provided us with these championship belts. If, if you're looking to customize a belt and you need help with belt creation and design, um, I would definitely hit him up. We can put his information up here later. But we wanted to go out here and just unveil to the world the brand new Wrestling Realm Championship titles. So just once yeah. again, before we get into it, this is this is what it is. So when you see us in public, so, so if you see my plates, my plates have... Um, you know, the Wrestling Realm logo, the, the signature side logo, and the main logo in the center plate. And this is the 10th anniversary logo right here. And if you look at my other side plates, this is um, this is the very first Wrestling Realm logo that I designed. This is, um, this is where it all began. We had to come up with something. We wanted to be professional. And this is a part of our history. For my title, he decided to uh, show the, the history of the Wrestling Realm. And as a designer and as someone who is... Um, Designed all these things, man. I, I just it's it's such a masterpiece to see your work kind of highlighted and kind of now this is this is like a trophy. This solidifies you know what we've done and <laughs> look at this the city of city of Baltimore is where we're from. You know, yes, born and raised. Nice. This is this will always be in us no matter where we go and how we travel. You know, we'll always take that with us. But I mean, this is this is the story that he wanted to tell with mine, and this is just this is the most amazing like thing that anyone's ever. Definitely outside of you know loved ones and families, man. But he's he's a good brother of ours, and uh, we couldn't thank you enough for these, man. This is just amazing. Like I said, if if anybody wants wants to be a part of anything like this, please hit him up. He can he can design, he can get you good rates, all that stuff though. But um, but yeah, I let I let the rest of the brothers, Brian Nature brother Hugh, jump in by any means and by by any means, excuse me, and go ahead and just kind of speak on your particular titles and what you think about it and all that good stuff. I'm kind of going back to where, <laughs> to when he gave it to her. I was I literally didn't speak for like 20, 30 minutes. And Brandon was just kind of like, oh my gosh, he's not talking? And I'm like, whoa, this is this is beautiful. Like nobody's ever done anything like this for us. But hey, right. man, bless you, bro. Bless you. That's all, that's all I guess, man. I appreciate it. Brian H. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, I just want to say, like, you know, huge shout out to Brandon for uh, I've been, you know, me and Brandon knowing each other since 2000 and um, all the way in high school. And just the instant click. And it all started with, oh, you like wrestling? And, and the first thing I found out, if you know anything about brother Brandon, is that he is the biggest Jericho-holic, number one. And oh, I will God. bet my bank account on that, that there is not a bigger Jericho-holic than B.A. underscore guy. And um. You know, my, my particular championship, you know, it has the city of Baltimore, it has the side logo. But right here, it says proud wrestling fan. And y'all know the story. If, um, you know, this is the, can, can I curse? Is, is it not your podcast? <laughs> this is the shit I got made fun of for years. Talk your smack. It, it, it finally, like. You know, I, I've been very vocal that in the past um, year that I've, you know, finding this community, you know, seeing people 
you know, like Mimi, like Justin, just did WrestleMania. Mimi wrote an article that included the wrestling realm. Uh, Justin, surprise, uh, you know, supporting us. Uh, Taquan, uh, every Justin. week, you know, we, Thanks, we never even heard Taquan's voice. Um, sure enough, sure enough. But you know, and, and um, you know, those wrestler girls was in, in the chat. Uh, Stephen Michael, all these people, you know, been blessed to be able to meet these people, and we've all had this thing in common. And you know, but like before, prior to meeting everybody. Brandon was the person that I could always go to and have a wrestling uh, reference to anything. And it was like, all right, bro. It was never, all right, Brian, that's enough wrestling. Brother Hugh, the same way from sixth grade, from sixth grade. Uh, and, and I always make, a, uh, I always go back to that one faithful day in the spring, the first semester, day of the spring semester 2011. Um, my friend Danny was saying, oh, yeah, he got a wrestling show. And I was like, ain't the time to talk about that right now. And there's this guy who's standing six feet six and just the coolest guy in the room says, ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. And I turned around like this. You like wrestling? Oh, yes, sir. So I handed him this broke down business card. The only one you ever had. Who <laughs> I had one? more. Bro, I said, you got any more business cards? Oh, no, that was the last one I had. That was the last I'm like, don't tell me he bought one business card. You got a sample. I, 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 <laughs> Yeah, because I printed it myself. And um, that's when I met the real Dwayne Allen, y'all. And, and every day, you know, I was at Morgan State last week. And, and I, I should have took some pictures. <laughs> As Brandon say, six foot 12. But um, I should have took some pictures because it was like that moment. Like we had, we created the wrestling realm at Morgan State on the corner of whatever that street is. Now they got, you know, signs and stuff. They didn't have no signs. It was just a blank building in communications where we was degreed at in broadcast. And I think Dwayne's is telecommunications. So, you mm -hmm. know, we know what the hell we talking about, but um, yeah. And, and like I said, we're coming to uh, brother Brandon guy, you know, the guy, Brandon you know, the guy, guy. It, I mean, I could go on and on. I got, you know, countless belts because of this guy, my first independent wrestling show back when the Canadian destroyer wasn't a, a setup move. We got wow. to see that in person. You know, yeah. so uh, tomorrow on Patreon dropping, I, I wrote out the story. You know, what? I'm gonna make this one free. Y'all, y'all gonna get this one for free because I want everybody to see um, how much like I, it, it's gonna be a story called "I Got." It's already written, uh, but it's like I got a belt. And talk about the first time I got my first championship belt from. My oh, uncle. that's gonna be good. <laughs> oh, yeah, man, we, I've heard the story. I don't mean to cut you up. I've heard yeah. this story a thousand times, and you know what? <laughs> I'm feeling nostalgic. I'm like, man, I, I want to hear this again. Did, so. did, did you ever see that belt? I don't remember if I still had it by the time we met. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It, was in, it, was in your, um, it was in the basement, your mom's basement. When we were, yeah, um, and it was like we coming apart. Project. Yeah, it was taken yeah, together, I, like hardcore I, title style. Yeah, 94, man. My uncle gave me to, my grandmother said, ask your uncle, can you have it? And I was like, he going to say no. I said, Troy, can I have this? Yeah. So um, we traded toy belt stories. So that's how yeah. I remember. Because yeah. I had <laughs> right. a story too. And so um, maybe I'll start writing for Patreon. I just thought about something. Go I, ahead. <laughs> Look, you know, and, 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 you know, Justin's in the chat. He's a, a proud Patreon of the wrestling world. We definitely appreciate that. Um, you know, but I, I have the story written. I didn't want to like I didn't want to put it in the text because I didn't know if it was going to show up as drafts. But that's coming out tomorrow. So, uh yeah, I just want to say, Brandon, love you, brother. Appreciate yeah, you. I know I was love you, man. Yes, sir. No, nah, yes, no, man. Yes, no, sir. man. Say your piece. God dang it, shit on the pile. That's nothing, man. We <laughs> talk about brother, brother Brandon. He deserves every last bit of it. And we're gonna we're gonna do something else with these titles. There it is. That's, let's give him a man a round of applause. And then just because there you go. He deserves it. 
we're going to do something else special. And he's also going to get his own title too. He's going to design his own special wrestling room title. You know, he's he's like Bray Wyatt. His his ideas are always all over the place and enough to bury him. So the belt king. Yeah, he's because really, y'all haven't seen mm-hmm. what we see. Oh yeah, it's, uh, mm-hmm. when we get permission from him, we're going to uh, yes, show sir. you his, uh, his 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 belt room with his collection. It's extensive, but yes, like sir. I said, we're going to keep on saying thank you. I don't care who drops off, but we're going to keep saying thank you, brother Brandon, for these uh, wonderful gifts, man. Like these are these are milestones, these are trophies, and um, I couldn't be more appreciative. But you know, like I said, we're going to um, you're going to have more pictures of these. They're going to go on our social media. We'll probably clip this off, man. We took a few photos. Um, so just to give you um, a, a small preview of some of the photos that Brian took photos of his just to get a better look at it and we'll do more, you know, as, as time goes on, you know, my apologies to the people that can't see this on the podcast, but you know, mm-hmm, catch, mm-hmm. catch it on what you catch it on youtube.com slash the wrestling realm. So this is just, you know, quick image of all three of our titles and different like that. But you know, one of us decided to go up and above, um, he wanted to go up and above the call of duty and you know brother he really wanted to like really show show off you know his title i mean that's what i do baby that's what i do and and uh i just i told him we would you know let the fans see it so this is brother hugh wanted to take special photos for his title and this is just what he came up with but ladies i think this is for you That's that's saxophone music. So there you go. Brother, you want to show off his title a little bit different than everybody else's man, but brother, hey, you had every right to do so. But yes, sir. Like I said, brother Brandon, thank you, sir. We appreciate you again. So we'll you you got to see these belts kind of in the show, out the show periodically, in and out of the spots. So that's, but that's that was, a whole can, that's a whole can of cocoa butter right there. No, nah, it's it, it looked like it, brother. <laughs> you was it was nice, you was nice and tan. I can tell. Right, like, bro. I said, Oh, yeah, this is oh, oh come on, Taqua. I was looking like a rotisserie chicken. He was looking like a oh man. But but man, um, like I said, we can't we we're gonna we're gonna jump right into the show now. I know we're about 26 minutes in. But we're gonna jump right into it, brothers, brothers. The best brothers. thing that happened in wrestling all week. What you mean? Right, I mean, I mean that's, that's why we that's got why belts. I, that's how it started out. This is a dream come true. Like, yes, we're talking about getting replica belts. Now we got our own. Look at that. This is. Can you imagine when we pull up to anybody's event, hint, hint, mm-hmm. and just pull up like, right. "What's up, everybody? What's going on?" Right. It's a wrap. But uh, but speaking of a rap, this week, ladies and gentlemen, we got a new member to the family. Not our family. But the bloodline, Honore Us, Sami yes, Zayn finally embraced as a member of the bloodline, and 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 let's just say Jay Uso did not seem too happy about it. <laughs> Brian H, how do you feel about Sami Zayn finally being embraced into the bloodline? I love it, man. I thought that was great. First of all, just I mean, how good is Roman Reigns? You know, he had you, he had everybody in that building. No matter how cool the cool hill he's been. Mm-hmm. He had everybody in the building ready to hate him, and they was getting ready to get behind Sammy. Everybody, you know, you can look at Sammy's face, right? And and he looked like, man, he about to cry. Like you, you wanted to give him a hug when he said, "Don't put that shirt back on." No, I don't want to see you in that shirt again. I felt it. <laughs> I felt it. 
And then when he gave him that shirt and then Jay Uso instantly like, I just ripped the shirt off of this. It's gold, man. And then just the little stuff like with uh, you got Solar Sokoa saying, now nah, y'all you y'all got some issues or whatever. I'm rolling with Sammy. Like this just all works. <laughs> it all mm-hmm. works. There, mm-hmm. it's exciting. You know, like you said, Solo definitely is looking like he's the muscle. I, I, I like, yeah, I like him acknowledging the tribal chief right away. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't it, you know, we ain't need to go through the whole thing all over again. It, I mean, it would have right. been cool to watch, but we know Roman ain't full time, so it don't. I mean, you know, he's not on it every week, so. I loved every bit about every bit of it, and I, I love Sammy being in the bloodline. Uh, he he, I mean, he is everything he's been touching all year. Every you know, my, matter of fact, since him and Kevin Owens last year at WrestleMania, and probably a little bit before then, everything mm-hmm. Sammy Zayn has touched has been gold. Absolutely, and, and you know, Sammy's been one of the unsung heroes of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know, you know when uh, when they were in the Thunderdome, uh, Sammy was one of the the, the guys that kind of I don't want to say he embraced. The empty arenas but he knew understood how to work in the empty arena when you were kind of yeah. um you know performing for an audience of one which is at home so absolutely brother hugh the theatrics of jay uso he does not seem to be happy about <laughs> sammy zane becoming honor honorary Uso. let me tell you what i'm thinking and my smart mark hit i'm thinking like okay this was supposed to be a temporary situation this is like steve urkel written into family matters for one episode and then all of a sudden the show a whole show is about him Right. I feel like in a lot of ways, like said, this was supposed to be something temporary. And, I, and you know, this was supposed to be just uh, something just to kind of buy time until we can get some bigger feuds, comic relief. And it seems as if Sammy has painted himself into this main event storyline and he's like a key component to it. What do you think about how he's being received by one Jey Uso? Because every time Sammy comes up, Sammy seems to be doing his job very well now and it's killing Jey Uso. How long do you think this can last? Man, I, I'm loving it. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I can kind of relate to it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Who can, you better, who, can you, who can you relate to? Let me ask you. Like, nah, Jay. <laughs> okay, Jay. You know how you had that one guy that's that's trying to hang around your crew. You just be like, like, why is he here, bro? Like, hey, we we had that guy a couple years ago. Speaking right. of Belton Brandon guy, we used to call him other guy. <laughs> Remember him? Remember we used to look around. Yes. Remember, oh, remember, do you, you remember we used to be at Dupont Arena, right? And we'd be all talking, and you look over, and there's this guy, of course, like this. Yeah. Okay. It's like, and you like, know, oh, Brandon hey, already don't like people, so no, right. you gotta be. <laughs> so that's that's funny. I'm glad you, I'm glad you mentioned that though, because we we lived it. Man, yeah, I'm loving it though. But definitely, this is there's some sort of dissension in, in the bloodline. Um, whether that's gonna blow up or I'm also looking at um the fact that the elders sent mm. baby Oos mm-hmm. to take care of Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. So are we gonna have some sort of beef between Roman Reigns and the elders later on? It's 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 funny you mentioned that because once again, when you look at the storytelling and how they just built on this whole concept of the bloodline, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They they look so powerful and strong. Like when you look at them now, they're like, oh, who's gonna like who's gonna get these guys out of here, right? And when you have a wrinkle like the elders sending the baby who's to say, hey man, don't don't forget your roots. We have some issues, whatever the case may be. And, and Roman kind of, I guess, culturally overstepping his boundaries, saying, no, you answer to me now. It's like, man, it adds another wrinkle into the story. Right. And, right. and I'm more I'm more than happy to see where it goes because this is just one of the things. Even while Vince was still running the running the show, that they've done extremely well as far as story building, character evolution, as well as just uh, giving Roman this. I think paying respects to 
the Samoan wrestling dynasty and kind of taking that story and turning it into a storyline, which I think is absolutely fun and well-deserved. And it's, it's paying off because, you know, culturally these guys are at the top and, you know, these guys are pretty much running the WWE at this moment. But what do you guys think about the uh, main event that came that followed with the Usos versus the brawling brutes? There was a, it was a lot of different aspects to that match itself, but I'm talking about, it was a tag team wrestling match that was in the main event that had so many different components to it that was just so over the top, but yet it made so much sense. And I, I don't think anybody looks bad in this uh, in this match, even though somebody had to lose. But what do you guys think, Brian H., of the main event, though, just the Usos delivering and then and then taking the <laughs> brawling brutes that are kind of like, we've kind of embraced them a little bit differently now because of their presentation, you know what I mean? Yeah. And to me, they just shut the house down. Like, to see how you have to be a strong, legitimate um, veteran tag team to be able to main event SmackDown and just – tear the house down what do you think about the main event with the usos versus the brawling brutes now i enjoyed i think with um you know like you said i mean they're brawling brutes they hard hitters and we've seen the usos work with so many different types of tag teams from the bludgeon brothers from the new day from the uh revival to now you know the brawling brutes so and they also just introduce more people people going to watch the usos they must see tv right so you may Tune in to SmackDown if you're like a casual fan. You might tune in and you might miss the brawling Bruce every week because they're in the middle of the show. So putting them in the main event spotlights them, and then you seeing like you know how they are. You're like, you know what? They these guys can go too. So it, it I thought it was a great place, man. I'm glad to see that happen for them. Now, brother Hugh, Imperium. I, that was the the fun part for me is is watching that match, and it's like you you understand the beef between. The Usos and the Brawling Brutes because it was for the WWE Unified World Tag Team Championships. But then Imperium shows up and, and they've got unfinished business with the Brawling Brutes and uh, Walter and his gang showed up and got involved. What do you think and how do you feel that Imperium is kind of uh, how they kind of shape it up and kind of taking their place in this whole bloodline storyline? Because, you know, the, the tag team titles are almost its separate entity. Right. So it's not always about Roman. So in one half of the bloodline, you have this issue with Roman and his his assert, assertion for dominance of WWE, but then you also have the Usos that are, t- are that that are the hunted. They are the undisputed tag team champions, and here you have a lot of ch- tag teams that are vying for the championship. And Imperium happened to be one of them. So it doesn't matter whether the Brawling Bruce had a championship; they've got unfinished business with Sheamus and uh, and, and 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 Old Butchie and Pete Dunn and Rich Holland. What do you yeah. think about Imperium's involvement in, in in this match and how they fit into this main event scene? I love every aspect of it. This feud mm-hmm. that's going on between the Brawling Brutes and um, Imperium oh, yeah. is, 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 is Smash Mouth. It's Ravens Big Pittsburgh. Time. And I'm, I'm oh, loving yeah. it. And then, then, then they, they, they announced uh, that Sheamus is going to fight Gunther one more time yeah. for the uh, IC title. Mm-hmm. We get to see a great match, a five-star match again, you know, possibly. And Sheamus, I don't know what's going on with him nowadays. Everybody loving Sheamus nowadays, man. He's, Isn't he's that crazy? His flowers now. Yeah. And he's getting crazy? his flowers. And he's, what, he's like 44, 45 now? Yeah, he's, he's, one, of, just he's one of the old dogs. He's one of the vets. He's one I, of the vets. And, and he's teaching these young boys. And I, and I, I, I love it. I love it. I think that's so, one of the... I mean, the, no, go ahead. I, I think that's one of the best parts about it is that uh, they, they found a way to get veterans working with young talent. But it seems like this new talent mm-hmm. has kind of give, has given Seamus new life. And even this feud with, with Gunter has kind of revived Seamus. And, and it's... It's given him a respect that he probably deserves, but no, none of us actually mm-hmm. wanted to give him because I, you know, I'm not right. a big Seamus guy, but I was thoroughly impressed with what he was able to do, and I was like, you know what, man, 
to see the reaction he got in Carter Wales after the match. I'm like, man, you can't tell if he lost because they that that goes down as one of one of the greatest matches I've ever seen in my life. And it, it goes down as one of the greatest matches in WWE history. And it goes down as one of the greatest intercontinental championship matches of all time. It 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 worked itself to that category. And that's something that I never thought we'd be saying in 2022 with just the way that we consume wrestling. So you don't always have the opportunity to have matches of that caliber and, and make that lasting of an impact for each superstar. So I think, you know, Sheamus and these new guys is kind of is giving him new life. But um, and, and uh, Taquan, I think they're more of like uh, the, the brute was it um, the brawling brutes? They're more of like a, a cleaner now. It's not really like straight up heels anymore. Well, Ever see, since you know Imperium stepped in, it's kind of yeah. like they took the heel roll over. Well, that's kind of the thing, though. You know what I mean? I think I, I know Vince was trying to do this a while ago. So let's kind of erase these stereotypes of good and bad. It's let's just mm-hmm, mm-hmm. let's just focus on where beef is. Like I'm not good. I'm not bad. I'm just I'm me, and I want what I want. You know, mm-hmm. and you kind of let the crowd decide because sometimes who you are as a heel, who you are as a face can change from moment to moment. We saw right, the, right. if you if you want to go historical, we talk about Bret Hart uh, in the Hart Foundation's run late in his run in WWE when he was outside the country. He was a, he was a face, but he was in the States and he was a heel and it was something people thought was impossible. But at the end of the day, when the fans decided what they want, you know, it's hard to change their minds because, you know, at, you know, these days the fans can hijack a show. So, right. Mm-hmm. I th- I think embracing this kind of new hybrid look, let's not focus on good guys and bad guys. If, you, if you're a good guy in this moment, you'll be a good guy. If you're a good guy in that moment or a bad guy in that moment, then you'll be a bad guy. So um, I, at the end of the day, it's all exciting. It's fun. It's fresh, and I'm looking forward to it. But uh, speaking of something exciting and fresh, Drew McIntyre challenges Karrion Cross to a strap match at Extreme Rules. There's a buildup here between Karrion Cross, Brother Hugh, and, and Drew mm-hmm. McIntyre. And, and, I, and, I, and I know where this is going because they – Drew ha- is it's Drew's turn to make a superstar, right? Mm-hmm. This is a main event program because Drew is a main event guy, and Karrion Cross has the look and the build of a main event talent. And you could, it's obvious they're trying to get him going early, right? I like the idea of reintroducing something that's a little bit different, a little more classic, a little more old school when it comes to WWE specialty matches, especially uh, of the hardcore sense that you're going to see at Extreme Rules. Do you think? That Karrion Cross stands a chance in a strap match against Drew McIntyre because he's been catching Drew off guard all this time, and Drew's like, "I need you just to come face me face to face because you can't. You, I, I'm telling you, you can't see me." <laughs> and Karrion Cross is just overly outsmarting him because he's offended that he was chosen and Karrion Cross wasn't. So he right, has this right. vendetta against him, and now it's like, okay, like he we saw a preview on the SmackDown when he had him in a strap and he couldn't get away. Like we saw Karrion Cross try to get away, and he realized, oh shoot, he's got the strap on my wrist. And now it's like, okay, where are you going to run now? You got to deal with this Scottish psychopath. Do you think that Karrion Cross can live up to his name and produce on the same level with Drew McIntyre at Extreme Rules? Is this his time think, to come to stop? I know, yeah. Yeah, I think he's going to hang. I think he's going to put out a good showing. I don't think he's going to win. Because mm-hmm. uh, if you think about it, Drew is low-key like the, the, the new John Cena, the new Superman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, and, that's uh, a very good point. They proved it. And um, at the last what was it pay per view or whatever it's called now, premium uh, live event, yeah, premium live events, yeah, yeah, they um they proved it then because you had to get somebody to come down and and interfere to take off Roman to kick out Roman, right? You see what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, yeah, I think he's gonna make a star out of carrying cross for for sure. They're gonna have a, a nice little series of matches, and we're gonna go from there. But this first one is going to Drew, no matter sure. what. Brian H., do you think Karrion Cross becomes a star after this match? 
I don't know. I can't see it right now. You don't I, like Karrion Cross. Just I, 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 don't I, like I, him. I, he, don't. he doesn't I like don't. him. Like, okay, okay, okay. Let's let's divert. We're we gonna go realm style, brother. Talk to your boys. Why don't you I like Karrion Cross? I mean, to me, he has a bigger presence than he really you know, they try to give make it seem like he has a bigger presence, but it, it felt like he's supposed to be like this giant. Like I, I feel okay. like when I see him. And then everything that they're doing, he's supposed to be like the same height as Drew McIntyre, right? Yeah. And I ain't sure. trying to height shame, you know, but I just don't see. <laughs> I, I don't see it. You feel me? You know how, like, back in the day when they tried to make Roman, he was the big dog, right? And then he stood next to Triple H and was like, well, Roman ain't that big. Now he's not coming off as a big dog. He's just coming off as, like, just dominant, right? Well, well, and he's, look, look at your boys, though. Look at Macho and Hogan. Well, Hogan was six foot eight before back surgery. Right, but 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 Savage Macho like, walked on his tippy toes. Like, exactly, though. Like you know, you know but I mean? and, and Carry Cross ain't that good. Okay, now, <laughs> you know. And, and, go ahead. Ooh. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish. I, I was gonna say to me, unless he has Scarlet, which we've seen what happened without her, it, it doesn't work. But you know, um, I, I just ever since that Adam Cole promo, I was just about to say, bro, did, are you being biased <laughs> because Adam Cole? I was about to say he's stuck on that. Yeah, what we're doing. Cole, he exposed him. <laughs> Yo, it's like it's like if you watch basketball, right? And somebody, okay. you know, they get hit up real bad, and afterwards, it's like Ruben Patterson, right? Oh yeah, trying to close something, yeah, Kobe okay. stopping. After he plays, after the, yeah. and like Kobe said, all yeah. he had to do was say, like, "Hey man, you know, uh, you know, can you help me get a contract deal?" He would say, "All right, you know, he was one of the toughest guys I had to guard, but you know, he's good, you know, toughest guy. He played me real tough." But now nah, he went call Kobe stopping. Kobe destroyed him. Never heard yeah, from real him bad. again. Real bad. Right. You know, he, he probably <laughs> he got a contract or something, but you know. He's, he's, no, man. It's the Adam Cole promo. Okay, so let me ask you this. Look, uh, shout play. out to Banks in the building. Antonio yeah, I see Banks. Banks. I, saw, I saw Banks. <laughs> What's up, Banks? That's my guy. Hey, Banks, if you see a CM Punk in the wild, please holler at your boy. I'll see you in the <laughs> he's, he's a Baltimore Elite Scroll. Shout out to the group. But uh, mm -hmm. they, but, they, they but, go Rod trolling. They go Rod trolling. There it is. Is a whole nother company because you're because he'll hey, be look, back. I don't know. He won't come home. I don't think I don't oh, yeah. think he does. Mm. I don't think he does because he 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 could run AEW. Like he they need him desperately the main event scene, which I think is not a bad if I'm being unbiased. You know, of course I'd love to see him in WWE as far as the matchups are concerned, but he should have been he he should have won that four way. He could have he could have yeah. been I think he's injured, didn't he? Yeah, mm -hmm. that's the problem. Yeah, he's he's not, you know. We'll, we'll we'll get to that though. I don't did we say anything nice about AEW this week? Hook nah. is a gangster. No, Hooker, there yeah, it is. Hook is still a gangster. He's gonna be on uh he's gonna be on uh his show, Rampage. That's Hook's show. It is though, and I and I'm like, okay. SmackDown with that. was the rock show, uh Rampage yeah. is Hook's show. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with that though. But um, but yeah, let me okay. One last thing with Karrion Cross, because Brian H doesn't like him. Do you think he has a chance? <laughs> is, is is there a chance he could change your mind after extreme rules? Is there is there a chance that Brian H could sit down and watch that match and say, you know what? Okay, Karrion Cross, I, I see what people are talking about. I'm is there a chance? Okay. All right, listen. I, I appreciate your unbiased. That's all we can ask, yeah. though. But it, it's, it's okay. Not, you know, I like wrestling, so I want to see... Like, I want all wrestlers to be good. It's better for the business and a better product. It's just not possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Well, we, <laughs> we're not going to... It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that, but... I, Let's let's move on to end the smackdown. Like we just we're just gonna we're gonna glaze over some things so we can have some regular conversation because we gotta dab some things. I tell you one thing, I, this this shoulder will be strong as hell carrying on with gold. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about ten pounds of gold, you know. This, this mm -hmm. bad boy fits me kind of well, you know what I'm this saying? Is, 
this is what championship shoulders are made of. You feel me? Big is, boy, you know, can get used to shout this. out to the guy. The guy. The guy. My guy, Banks. Appreciate you, brother. He just said he got me. Cool. Um, <laughs> something, something interesting at the end of SmackDown. And I and I mean I don't necessarily mean the show, but I mean the show. Because apparently, mm-hmm. after the show, in the main parking lot, a lot of people uh were going to their cars and they mm-hmm. found these this flyer. It was all black sheet with a white rabbit on it in coordinates to next Monday's Raw as of SmackDown when the, 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 that Friday. Right. Now, we received a promo early in the week, and we discussed it on last week's show, 923-923. Were you brothers disappointed by the fact that all we got was another clue to the next phase? Because we, we're going to get to that later in the show because we have an investigation to get to you to get back into you. Brian, let's get the music ready sooner rather than later. But were you, guys <laughs> were you guys disappointed? Because I was set, like, oh, he's coming back tonight. And I realized these guys are taking us deeper into the rat. Like, I saw it on Twitter. I wish I had a picture to put up here. But um, see, Tycoon's not disappointed. But it, I was so overly excited about just the idea that I lost focus of what they're trying yeah. to do. That there's a yeah. bigger payoff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like. Wait, 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 wait. And I'm looking. And, and, they, and they, they did it on purpose because guess what they did? Here's, here's how they messed with it. And I hate the fact we're watching them do the things that we never thought they would do when it comes to trolling the fans. Because the first thing they did was at 923 was the carrying cross segment. <laughs> right. It was just ending. And I'm like, yeah. he, just, he just went on there and said he wasn't the White Rabbit. But he was also known as the White Rabbit in Lucha Underground. And it's like, you're messing with us at this point. And I'm like, it's 923, 923. And I'm like, his segment just ends at 923. I'm like, come on, dude. Only to, to, to find out that there's these coordinates on these flyers on people's cars that lead to, to Monday Night Raw. But hey, listen, if you brothers say, look, he's already, look, he's already replacing the belt back there. If you listen to a podcast, <laughs> right. Brian, it's just replaced. What, what belt was that? I just, I just missed it. What title was that? Yeah, it was the US. Oh, the US. Oh, okay. Uh, All right. Dang, I mean, I rotate thing. them. But uh, no. I don't think oh, okay. that, yeah, that yeah. one gonna stay on the. That, no, that's. Right. I get just that. Threw, he just threw Bobby Lashley on the floor. No, I didn't okay. throw it. I placed. Not, no, well placed. That's hey. right. That's okay. This, this disrespect. Like See, that, brother, you got you all the tizzy. I know. But um, <laughs> what we'll get. He ain't trying. He ain't trying to see me for his belt though. See, look, this is this is what I listen. This is what our parents were afraid of. Do, do, you, uh, know <laughs> do you know the damage we would have done, boy? I had a plastic, I had a foam belt, and 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 mm-hmm. my mother, my mother's not watching, so I can say this. You know how many wrestling matches I had off that foam belt? Can you <laughs> imagine? Yeah, what type of me and my brother would have did with mm-hmm. these bad boys? You yep. see these? Oh my gosh! Wait till he sees this. I don't think my brother's seen this yet. I'm gonna send this to my brother. I I don't know why I, haven't, I didn't show him this, but he needs to see. He's gonna flip out, and I might hit him <laughs> when he comes into town. I'm growing. <laughs> I don't is. care. Like I'm growing. I don't know about you guys, but I'm grown. I still mess with my brother. Like we're like seven, and I don't care. I done. Yeah, yeah, y'all Owen and Brett. I, I call y'all Owen and Brett, bro. It's like it, it, big time. Like I, there's no other way to put it. Except I, I was way taller. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't have spoiled his own heart, but it's same dynamic though. But we'll, we'll, sure, we'll, we'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to ask me. your brother. <clears throat> no, trust me, I would. He was he. I was always getting in trouble when I was a kid because I was always getting into stuff and jumping around and knock. And I was big, so like you, you can't get mm. into mischief and be big. You get caught every time. <laughs> That's what I said. Right. Right. You got caught as you was trying bro, to like, bro. Like, they, I'm they, like, here's, here's me, here's me trying to be sneaky. 
now I'm knocking everything. Like, no, you can't be, you can't be sneaking. You knocking everything over, and I'm like, oh, gee. and have an attitude when I get caught, though. Sound like your nephew. Like, yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how, how are you going to get cooked? Like, you just got caught, and you got an attitude. So, but that was me, you know. But this, that's what this belt. I think, yeah, I, I might invite him. Can't over be a sneaky giant. <laughs> no, you can't. No, it's not. It's not possible. Like I, I have ninja feet now, but I worked years to get to that point. But we'll we'll get into more clues about this white rabbit because mm-hmm. we we got we're gonna dive into this whole situation with Bray White. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, this you talk about a deep rabbit hole. This thing is, has gone Dang. far beyond. It's so crazy. I don't even want to put it into the show today. Like I'm not putting up no graphics because last week it took a lot. <laughs> now we got a lot of views in that one section that you cut off. I appreciate everybody looked at that, but this is too much. But let's keep going. Um, let's move on to Monday Night Raw because we got some stuff to discuss. Bailey challenges Bianca Belair to a ladder match at Extreme Rules. Now, this is brothers. This is this is what I've been trying to get into. Mm-hmm. This is the this is the match that I've been looking for from Bailey since her return. Bailey is kind of like um not like a, a first person to do a lot of things, but she has she does have a lot of first when it comes to the women and what she has done. And I love her approach to her creative and how she produces Matt. First of all, I think she's one of the baddest wrestlers like on the planet, like male or female. I've always been a fan mm-hmm. of Bailey, but to have a ladder yeah, match with Bianca Belair, I mean, I just ever since NXT, I said no, like she, she they, I'm telling you, the I, I I've never been historically a big fan of women's wrestling because i was just like okay it's it, it wasn't what i was used to like when i see like all the women went built like china you know what i mean like i watched sable powerbomb somebody you know what i mean right. so in my ignorance i just assumed like okay cool it's got to be on the same level as that and it just wasn't for me especially like in the developmental stages so it's it's not that i i was never into it i just never I never took a deeper dive into it until it was in front of my face and i was like oh wait a minute what do we have here you know, and Bailey and Sasha and the four horsemen were, were four of and Oscar were four and five of the women. I was like, oh, okay, I see what this is about. And and I became a a a huge fan of it. But she, you know, she kind of she kind of pushed me in that direction. So to see her back in the mix to have a ladder match with Bianca Belair, Bianca Belair needs this match. You know what I mean? Mm. She mm-hmm. needs this match. This match has a big match feel. Brian H as as the connoisseur of women's wrestling and brother Hugh, you have as you as as well, you guys have worked, you know, with women's promotions in the past. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What mm-hmm. does this match mean to you guys to have a women's um title match that's actually a ladder match at extreme rules? Uh, this is huge. <laughs> and I think with the fact that you're gonna get a women's championship match at extreme rules mm-hmm. is um one, it just goes to show you the credibility. One, the fact is about the whole pay-per-view, it's back to extreme rules. Everything has a stipulation. But for them to put them in a ladder match, we already know, like, Bianca's one of the, is the EST. She's the strongest. Sure. But she's yeah. going to have to be the smartest. She's, you know, very agile. But she's going to have to be the smartest in this. Bailey, like you said, she can go out there. She's uh, done a lot of firsts. And mm-hmm. this right here, you know, ladder match is one of the uh, premium matches, right? Like mm-hmm. for me, I would say Hell in a Cell, Cage, and Ladder Match. It's like it's on all the video games. It's what you go to. So to have that belt suspended high, I think it's great. You and and the best part about it is you really don't know who's going to win. Bianca's had yeah. the championship since WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. She could, you know, most of the time people go from WrestleMania to SummerSlam, maybe into a Survivor Series if you're lucky. She could very well lose the championship here, but. Mm-hmm. 
it's also Bailey was the one who pinned her uh, overseas, which I loved that. I loved that it was done in a way where, you know, eventually Bianca was going to have to take a pin. They did it in a way where it took all of them. And it could be a thing where Bailey is beats her for the title and she has to go back and chase Bailey. Uh, yeah. I think this has been a phenomenal run for Bianca, but yeah. you know, she's got a really good dance partner coming up, and this is gonna be oh, fun yeah, to big watch. time. No, I, I agree with you. And and brother Hugh, uh I, I definitely want to get your opinion on I guess the outside noise of that match. Brian H definitely said quite a bit, and every every last bit of you said was absolutely true but it's like once again you have all these wrinkles into this story you've got damage control and then you've mm -hmm. also got alexa bliss and oscar do you feel that the outside interference is going to have more of an impact on this match than the match itself kind of alluding to what brian h is talking about so you had these two warriors in the ring in in a bianca belair and bailey but at the same time though there's a lot that's potentially going to be going on outside the ring and also I'm not so convinced that Alexa Bliss is not wrapped up into this whole Bray Wyatt thing. Yeah. Do you think that will 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 become will that will overshadow the match itself, or do you feel like it's going to have that much of an impact, or do you just feel like flat out Bianca and and Bailey are going to have an opportunity to go in there and tear the house down? I wish they would have the opportunity to go in there and tear the tear the house down, but okay, you say you wish. Yeah, I wish. It's a lot going on. Like you said, damage control on the outside. Oscar, Alexa. It's just too many people involved. Mm -hmm. And I mean, unless unless you do something like uh damage control comes out, Oscar, Alexa, they kind of you know battle back towards the back or whatnot, and they're gone for the rest of the match. Right. Then you got your one-on-one title title match going on. But I'd rather see those two just go at it. Honestly, um, I think uh Bianca's run was getting kind of dry to me in the last sure. couple of weeks, and I was just yeah. like, ah, okay, all right, I'm kind of tired of it. Right, I get it. I get it because she is a star. Nothing against her. It's just like, eh, I need something new. So I'm glad that Bailey is the one stepping up to the plate, and and you know, you know, Bailey could put her over with a loss. Oh yeah, oh yeah, obviously. for sure. Yeah, you know. So I think either way, I I don't think the break the Bray Wyatt situation or or the White Rabbit situation is gonna is gonna play into it. So okay, that's so, out the so door. Okay, so but, I'm telling you this right now. If they if they mm -hmm. get on that ladder and the lights start blinking, what are you gonna say that? Huh? I ain't gonna say huh? nothing. I'm just gonna start screaming like a little girl because Bray Wyatt coming back. I'm gonna say, brother Hugh, there's the lights flickering. Hey. But, but but no, listen, you <laughs> you <laughs> first of all, you look extremely cool, cool, chewing, but let me just chew after you play. Like, hey, right. I was I want to be dry fruit, baby. Dry fruit. Hey, what Pineapple. kind of dry fruit is that? Now, see, that's the one thing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry folks. I didn't want to divert. I never got into dried, uh, dried pineapples for some reason. Yeah, I got pineapples, strawberries, cranberries, kiwi. Uh, There was something else in here. Apricots okay. were in here. Sure. I, I, I'll get it. Hold on. Banks, Banks, Banks said something. He said, Banks said, I want to know when Rhea will be cleared. I think Rhea has to be one to be up. That, that's an interesting take. But you know what, though? Banks, I'm glad you, uh, I'm glad you mentioned that because the next subject, gentlemen, that we're going to get into, and of course, we'll get into Extreme Rules um, probably next week, as that'll be our kind of a preview show for, um, mm -hmm. you know, Extreme Rules was because right, what Brian H said was uh, very key that for the first time in a long time, every match 
literally has a different type of hardcore uh, situation to it, which is going to be uh, really, really fun, I think, especially around this time, close to Halloween and October and fall and all that good stuff. But he brought up the Judgment Day, brothers. We need to discuss this. And this is why I, I didn't try to overload the rundown, because we need to have more discussions. Because we, like, forget the people. We got to figure this out together. Um, <laughs> Tycoon said Drive Mangles are great, too. He's one of the fellows. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, judgment Day. Where is this going? And more importantly, where would you like to go? Let, now let, let, let me explain to myself, because I want you to understand where I'm coming from. Brian H. Help me understand mm-hmm. this, good brother. They're involved in a lot of things right now, right? Yeah. <laughs> like you, you saw, you saw Monday Night Raw, mm-hmm. and on, on, you have you have Seth versus Rey Mysterio, right? Judgment yeah. Day gets involved. Bam. You know. Okay, fine. We th- situates. Dominic's got an issue with his dad. Okay. Rhea and and all that stuff, right? And then you leave it alone, and then you have Finn. Who all of a sudden, him and AJ are like questioning their friendship. They're like, man, we, you know, we, we're kind of fraternity brothers in a way. You know, you with bullet club guys. You know, they they're not saying it. They're alluding to it though. Like we're kind of bullet club guys, right? And Finn's trying to like all of a sudden he's trying to convince AJ Styles that the Judgment Day is the way to go. Okay, fine, I get that too, right? They, uh, you know, uh, AJ Styles has a match with Sami Zayn later that night. Uh, heck of a match, of course. Judgment Day gets involved. Finn has a chance to end AJ's career and goes, I'm not going to do that because that's what f- that's friends don't do that to friends. I'm like, okay, Finn, I get it. All right, you're trying to coerce AJ Styles and Judgment Day. Okay, fine. And then we have another situation where uh, uh, Riddle is uh, facing off with Damian Priest. And here comes Edge. Edge returns for the 30th time, you know. Thank, thank God he has nothing to do with this whole White Rabbit situation. Mm-hmm. And, also, and then Edge challenges Damian Priest to an I quit match at Extreme Rules, which is another, you know, an, another fun, hardcore style match that we're going to get for Extreme Rules. Extreme Rules is going to be fun this year. Yeah. Right. But I'm saying to myself, OK, where is this all going? Right. We, we, we kind of saw the Judgment Day for it. And I love and appreciate what Judgment Day is doing because it's doing wonders for Damian Priest and Finn. It's keeping them relevant. They own, they own Raw every week. Smackdown mm-hmm. every night. You know what I mean? And uh, as Brandon mm-hmm. Brand said, as 746 return in one year. But yeah. <laughs> where is this? Do you, can Edge successfully break up or kill what he created? Right. What does it what does it mean for Finn and AJ if 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 they decide to get the beef? What happens with Rhea Ripley and Dominic when he comes to a census? What happens when Damian Priest and Finn Balor don't get along? Where brothers is the judgment day going? Or where do you want it to go? Brian H, help help me and everyone been, else understand. I've I've been trying to figure this out because mm-hmm. they lose only to beat up their opponents. Like they get pinned one, two, three, and then they do beatdowns. And to mm-hmm. me, Edge being a vet, it doesn't make mm-hmm. sense for him to like destroy them because like he's not needing to build his character, right? Like okay. let's just say it was somebody like younger, younger in the business. I mean, younger than the WWE artist. Let's say it was Damian Priest, and he had okay. to run through the Judgment Day it's just so that he could like. And then after he's finished running through the Judgment Day, boom, he's an instant bigger star. Got Edge it. isn't going to be to me. I, I I said this the other day. Edge isn't Shawn Michaels, right? And people, I got this ain't fair, but he's not Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels had two great runs. Edge's secondary run could have ended for me personally after that greatest wrestling match ever with Randy Orton. And no, I um, couldn't end that. That was a bad match. I ended on. <laughs> no, not the no that one they had in the ring. 
That was bro. That was when during the pandemic, hurt. wasn't it? Yeah, that was a good match. No, not not. You can't end in front of no no people. <laughs> okay, all right. Put it like that. You're right. But as far as the match itself, right? Some, I understand Ed, where Ed, you're going. How about how about Edge versus Roman at SummerSlam? Was it SummerSlam? There you go. Yeah, that was a good one to end it on. Yeah, yeah. I'm all glad right. Edge is we, back though. I don't want Edge in his run in. Go ahead, Brad Edge. But but I, I guess because like I'm looking at it like I don't need these start and stops like like Brandon said. This um you know 746 uh return in one year. Tycoon said Edge exit is just a return, and this is Edge eighth come return since his comeback. I don't need that. He won the Royal Rumble twice, and he's the only person in history to win multiple Royal Rumbles to unsuccessfully win the WWE Championship or World Championship both times. So, you know, like I'm I'm looking at like so why would he destroy the Judgment Day? Something he created, but yeah. eh, you know. No, and, and, and Banks, no, I'm just saying that's how it was built. I knew it wasn't the greatest match ever. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just don't, like, I, I personally wanted to see AJ join the Judgment Day. I wanted to see okay, what go would happen. I, I, I want to hear this, brother. Go ahead. This is getting good. You, you're on the roll. <laughs> I want to hear this. Brother Hugh, I got to hear this. So mm-hmm. why did you want, what, what would that have done for you? Because it seems like to me we're getting back to this world of factions. I don't know if it's because DSC yeah. is starting right next week, but it's like, I'm it would have gave saying. me the uh, two man power trip vibes, right? Like you but got these two guys. It's not two man power trip though. It's a group though. Like do, do, do they, I know, do but, you, but do they still have the same effect with a group? Can AJ probably. go that dark? I don't know. I, no, I'm, that's the that's the thing. It would have been interesting seeing if that's what I'm saying. What I mean, the two man power trip. Yeah, you're right. Not yeah, but those two big because like I can't see AJ saying, "All right, well, fine, I'm gonna follow you, Finn." And I can't see Finn following AJ, but I can see them both leading together, those behind. But well, they, they keep that telling us that when they were when they were faces, right? Weren't they supposed to be the ones to take down the Judgment Day together before Finn joined? And you know, is that the same thing? Dang, you know what? I forgot about that. That's how long. That's what I'm saying. Like carrying on. What <laughs> like what you said makes perfect sense. But that's how they started out. Remember, they they yeah. were like, okay, look, man, it'll be us two versus the rest of them. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. then uh, you know, Edge kind of got booted out and Finn kind of stepped in and you know I don't know does it does it yeah. work what's the dynamic I mean what do the people think they, they I'll say this they make mm-hmm. sense for raw I mean you know they have their place it's not like they're not like um ret, uh was that retribution okay yeah they're not like them to go nowhere yeah they I feel like you know they go out there you know, because whatever Dominic and Ray got going on, that's always interesting. It's must see TV. Dominic sure. and Rhea, that's fun for social media for us to do what we do and and tease them. Then you got Buddy Murphy or Buddy uh, Matthews or whatever. Matthews, he's yeah. he, mm-hmm. he's letting people know like, nah, y'all, that's my woman. Yeah, y'all, y'all gonna stop playing with that Dominic Rhea stuff. So, you know, either way, Man, it's, you it's you, cool. you better shut up, buddy. You better shut up. <laughs> you better shut up. Talk about you better play. You better you better shut up. Like, you know, you see him posting pictures with her. Nah, like, it's not. You better shut up. You you better shut up. <laughs> Just gonna keep telling me. You better shut up. Right. <laughs> Yo, that's a sound drop. That's what I'm saying. You talk, about, talk about he going. You better shut up. <laughs> so yeah, I, 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 you know. I, I'm I'm in, you know I'm, I'm just I'm here to watch uh, the judgment every week lose and beat up uh, people. But what about you, brother? Hugh? What's your take? Like, what? Do you, where? What's the end game? Like, where is this going to be? Like, 
uh, one of the most dominant factions in WWE history at this point? Or do you feel like there's so many elements that have a chance? Edge is trying to break it up on one end. Ray's trying to break it up on another end. AJ's going to try to break it up on another end. Like, what's the end game? And, and, and like, what I understand the purpose of the Judgment Day, and I'm not against it. I'm just saying to myself, I'm just curious, like, well, what's the end game? What, what are we trying, not what are we trying to accomplish with the Judgment Day? Because I see what they're doing. They, it's an excellent platform for all three players involved, including Dominic Four, um, you know, uh, outside of Finn being a vet. But I'm curious, like, yo, so what, what is, where is this going to go? Like, you have Hall of Famers that's trying to break this group up and they're struggling. So it automatically say. makes the group, like, it's putting them over a little bit more, which is good. You know what I mean? I'm okay I was about to say it's kind of it's kind of like giving me uh Randy Orton legend killer vibes. It, it 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 is, but at some point, aren't all empires meant to fall, brother Hugh? What do you think? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, it's just so many ways you like so many options. Like you can go Finn, AJ. Oh, that's, that's bad, brother guy. He said retribution in purple. Oh no, <laughs> not that bad. They're nah, not, not that bad. bad. Nah, nah. They can definitely take over, um, you know, Raw or whatnot for sure. But then you got Finn and, and AJ. They can mm-hmm. go off, and I feel I'm feeling like they're gonna do their own thing and create like the Bullet Club or the Balor Club or whatever it is. And it, something, some type of club. <laughs> the like, OC, like, the original yeah, club. <laughs> yeah, you you never know, you never know. But I feel like I feel like the Good Brother, and they're gonna create something, and okay, so- that's where it's kind of alluding to. That's it is um, though. So, so you're calling for a Finn Balor face turn? Is Brother Hugh going on the record right now officially, so the fans can hear? Has the third is officially saying that Finn Balor is going to do a face turn and join the Bullet Club? Is that what you're saying? On the record? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Clip it, clip it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, don't get me wrong. I, 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 I can see that, you know. But with him being the leader, man, there, there's a lot of wrinkles to it. I don't know. I'm curious, man. I just, but I just I, want I to know what you guys thought. Go ahead. I could also see. New people joining the faction too, though. So I'm kind of, not sure kind of, who. Kind of like a revolving faction. Maybe, maybe like, yeah. Like so a, maybe like the Escobar, or like a ooh. If he came he, in, but he yeah, has his own group, if, doesn't he? No, he's not there. He's not at NXT. He, he doesn't have his. Out, guy. Remember? Oh yeah, he got he lost that match, but he had his boys with him, didn't he? I, I haven't seen his, his his boys was on there like one or two times after that but then after yeah. that like i haven't really seen him but still I'm, they can I'm, join you see what i'm saying and then escobar can be the mouthpiece and you know it's just so what many about, ways you can flip it what about what about like brandon said what about a dominic dijakovic or, or t-bar as they call him or, or what about like a madcap moss do you see like Man. those type of guys kind of like you know i could see madcap Man. moss being a bad guy again like being serious like i'm tired of joking around or I don't know. I can't, but I, I, I think out. they like. I, I think they like Goofy Mag Cap. Um, but uh, Dominic, man, if we get him, it's over. Okay, so I need one, Dominic. I need him back. I mean, he one, should. He should never came up as T Bar in the first place. Sure, I think Dijakovic is uh, Donovan Dijak is one of those guys that should have. Uh, yeah, but you, but okay. So let me ask you this: one one more question, and then we'll, we'll move on because we got to move on. Um, if Finn turns, who's the leader? Is, is Damian Priest ready to take the reins, or does Rhea kind of say, "All right, I, I got all the boys, and you know, I got all the boys in line. They do my bidding," which is a different well, dynamic. Well, first of all, Rhea is already the leader. She kind of is. I'm not gonna hold you. You're absolutely right, and and I love the fact that they kind of put her at the centerpiece. Yeah, yeah, and I noticed that just little things like the entrance, and now you know how they all come out. Yeah, individually, and then she's the last one right in the middle. Like 
kind of like yeah. Edge was, yeah. Yeah. So it, do you remember that how it was how it was that way with the shield at one point? Where like each guy would take a turns being in the middle, and you're like, Well, who's the leader of the shield at one point? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Dean thought he was a man. Ah, 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 no, sir. <laughs> but yeah, oh, yeah, I did, of course. You know, oh, but oh, listen, brothers, only time will tell. But we'll, mm-hmm. we'll move on for the judgment day. I think there's still a lot left on the bone. And, you know, we'll just we'll take one day at a time. They're featured every week, which is good. And they all seem to be happy with their spots in the company. So, you know, we'll, we'll look forward to see spot. what they do. My spot. My spot. Oh, man. I listen to Kevin Nash's podcast. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Bro. Oh, off off the air. That's when I'll discuss that. That's, yeah. <laughs> off the air. Anyways. Um, Candice LeRae returns to the WWE. Um, were mm-hmm. you guys surprised to see Candice LeRae? Johnny Gargano's wife shows back up. She looks in excellent shape after having a baby. She had your baby. And uh, Candice LeRae is back in WWE. Were you guys surprised or happy mm-hmm. to see her? Were you guys big fans of Candice LeRae ahead of time, or you know somebody just kind of, eh, eh, honest, eh, honest, eh. honestly, honestly, I ain't care. But um, I mean, yeah, but yeah, but she's a great addition. Sure, um, talent, talent wise, mm-hmm. she's a great person to have <laughs> on the roster. Mm-hmm. Why are you laughing, bro? That's that's why. <laughs> that's right. You see it. You see what he oh said. Oh my gosh! Oh there my you gosh. go. <laughs> I like that though, but it's just funny because it's like out of all, it's with both of them. Yeah, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, she's a nice addition. Nice time think, to throw in the mix every once in a while. I think I think it was a it was a smart move, man. Candice LeRae is, is obviously talented, and and she uh, I don't think she got her feet wet in NXT the way that she probably would have wanted to but with triple h kind of now in charge i think sky's the limit of course i'm happy for johnny gargano to have his wife on the roster with him because you know of couples that wrestle together um make money together i don't know i'm making that up in my head but yeah no that's Candace a good one that's, that's, you know wrestling couples there you go so uh-huh. it's you know it, it, anytime you keep wrestling couples happy you have people happy at work so mm-hmm. but uh keep but yeah away from the guys kevin yeah <laughs> macho man on my screen right now listen I, I I was like, I had so much Macho Man stuff like locked into my head after watching WCW. When he, he Macho Man came up, this Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about kicking me out of the NWO? I'm kicking you out of the NWO. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I never looked at the- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Like, what the- <laughs> what the heck is going on? I couldn't help myself. I said to myself, it's gonna be a lot of macho references, but I just, just it tripped me out. I'm watching. He's like, Hollywood. Kicking me NWO. I'm kicking you out of the NWO. But but, <laughs> but Kevin Owens and Johnny Gargano, man. They're must-see mm-hmm. TV every week. You're talking about two of the best wrestlers on the planet. Kevin Owens mm-hmm. is featured on Raw every week. He comes in, he kicks tail, he talks his trash, and he goes home. I'm telling exactly. you, Johnny, Go- Johnny Gogano and Kevin Owens give off DX vibes. Like they're it. Here's what I knew that uh <laughs> Sammy's bloodline thing was permanent because like they, they were kind of teasing, like, hey, maybe Sammy and Kevin will do their best friends gimmick, like finally on TV. And, They'll be the ones that kind of take down a bloodline, but then you know, Sammy started getting a more serious spot when it comes to the bloodline. 
and you know kind of getting a uh, a bit of a push with the main event main event storyline and then kevin owens decides to team with johnny gargano they have a lot of history there and i was like wait a minute so now they're gonna go kevin owens and johnny gargano instead of kevin owens and Sami Zayn. but man there i i I cannot explain how happy I am that Johnny Gargano has returned to the WWE. We're getting quality wrestling matches and entertainment each yep. week on Mondays, which is something we struggled to get. It was either one or the other. You might get a decent Without match. rematches. Without rematches. I mean, and, and, <laughs> right. and, what, and they're kind of like finagling different ways, right? So, like, first of all, Alpha Academy, they just – they're doing tremendous work. And then you have these tag matches and singles matches and all these fun matchups, but – what are you guys thinking about uh, Johnny Gargano and Kevin Owens and what they've been able to do every week? I know Johnny Gargano's just getting back into the mix, but Kevin Owens is like having his NXT run that he never had, even though he's been up there for five, <laughs> six years. What do you guys think about these guys being must-see TV every week? I look forward to their matches. That, like They're that good in a ring. Kevin Owens mm-hmm. looks, seems like he's got a new life, and Johnny Gargano seems to be excited about what he's doing. What do you guys think? There was a reason I went back and watched ROH over the weekend. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting those vibes back, man. So like Kevin yeah. Owens, he can he can do no wrong right now. He's feeling himself. And they've yeah, been it, in Canada for for what the last week or so. Yeah, and I think they're heading really to Winnipeg on, on and uh on Friday. Yeah, yeah. So he can do no wrong. Did, did you see how yeah. big Kevin Owens was back in the day, yo? Compared to now, what? What? I said, yes. Wow, that man has done a crazy transformation. Right. Mm-hmm. But Brian, is you about I to mean, say something? No, I was just saying, like, uh, it's just been fun to watch. Like you said, Kevin Owens, I mean, you know, it's no no secret. We were big Stone Cold <laughs> fans gr- uh, growing up, and we got to see that every week with Austin. Yeah. <laughs> and now we get – so I love the chat. Uh, we get Kevin Owens, and he's not trying to be Stone Cold, but he's being himself, but he's taking a lot of Stone Cold-esque, which is keep <laughs> running your mouth. And that's the thing I like about wow. him. the fact that he constantly runs his mouth. It's like, all right, what's he going to do now? So, um, you know, and, and he can wrestle. He's like proving yeah, all haters, all off, doubters bro. wrong. Yeah. You know, and, and he's erasing that uh, that stink from WrestleMania 33. Now, let me ask you a question since you brought it up. This is what we do. Mm-hmm. We got to do this. We got to do this more on this show. We got to, you know, we got to kind of pull, pull, you know, squeeze the juice out of the orange. Um, do you think... Yo, the, the juice. match, the, the <laughs> squeeze the juices over yeah. <laughs> do you think that was because of the way Vince envisioned the match, or do you feel like that match would have been different now, knowing that Kevin Owens really couldn't be what we knew to be Kevin Owens? Because now I'm not blaming Kevin Owens anymore. Before I'm like, oh, well, first of all, it's Jericho's fault because he never had a good I always blame Jericho. Sorry, Brandon. You know, <laughs> but oh, I always blame Jericho. Sorry, sorry, Brandon. I forgot he's watching. You know. <laughs> Never had a good WrestleMania match. Nothing memorable. You know Outside I mean? like, of Shawn Michaels, nineteen. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. It's, it's Safeco Field in Seattle. Yeah. Was it Seattle? Oh, yeah. Real, real quick. Shout out. shout out to the uh, the Ring of Jericho title. The Ring of Jericho. That's what we're gonna call it from now on. But yeah, and that's that's what he called it. He said the Ring of Jericho. Hollywood Hugh. <laughs> you you know you know uh, Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> And that's Hollywood. A <laughs> <laughs> I tell I tell you one thing we won't call uh Chris Jericho uh Mr. WrestleMania because he's Ooh. no sir. No sir. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> more AJ Styles. <laughs> yeah, AJ AJ's been let me down too, bro. <laughs> right, like, yeah, like come on. AJ, man. what's the deal, dude? No, the whole weekend know. this year, uh, everybody kept saying 
AJ and Edge, man. AJ and Edge. AJ and Edge. I'm like, yeah, we can't wait for that. We can't wait. That's right. Be that, match right there. That joke was slow oh. and methodical. <laughs> slow and methodical. Like, stop I was like, starting bro. new chapters. Exactly. <laughs> that is not, that is not the story I expected you guys to tell. But um, what the heck were we talking about? We just went um, off the rails. Kevin Owens, AJ, I mean, Kevin Owens, Jericho, you was about to say something along the lines of, would the match have been different? Um, oh, they yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah, bad yeah. because of the, uh, the way Vince sure. probably had envisioned. I mean, they yeah. was doomed from the start. Second match of the show, as opposed to first, uh, they didn't, it, it wasn't for the Universal Championship, it was for the United States Championship. So, I like, mean, all the stuff. Goldberg. Yeah, you know, so it, it could have been, I think it would have been better now just because Kevin Owens has just evolved as a WWE superstar. Like he went in that he, match. He, that he was would his, tell a different story. Yeah, he was. That was his second, his second WrestleMania and his first mm-hmm. singles match at WrestleMania. So I think that now he's just like, I mean, I mean, he's been in the ring with Austin, right? So sure. that alone, we saw what them two did together. And mind you, sure. Stone Cold hadn't had a match in uh, over a decade, almost two uh, decades. Amazing. Exactly, you know, so and, and they did that to lower our expectations, and they still went out there and put up a f- uh, five round belts match, in my opinion, for the story Ooh. they told. It don't have to be about the collar and elbow, but it was just the story and the way they executed throughout the whole exchange. And I think that now Kevin Owens would do the same thing with a Chris Jericho. I think they would have a much better match now. No, I listen, I, I agree with you 100. I, I don't deny that one bit. But um, mm-hmm. Kevin Owens and Johnny Gargano just uh, to me must see TV every week. They're always tearing the house down along with Alpha Academy. And um, mm-hmm. I was laughing because they got a call. They got a call from Braun Strowman, the, the monster <laughs> of all monsters. It's going to uh, he's like he's like they're like rebuilding Strowman every week. Right? He's just like slamming and beating and running through people. And I'm like, good job, WWE. You got to rebuild your monster. That's that's your guy. But um, do you think like, WWE have a monster almost? problem? No, I think WWE is built on monsters. I mean, that's that's just. I think like right you, now you look at all the big guys. How mm-hmm. you know? Do you think they have a problem booking them, or you think we we witnessing the rebuild and it just takes patience? Because people are saying that they have a monster problem, but I think it's well, well, what's, what's what's the monster what's problem? Help me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Help, help me understand what yeah. that is. Like, what are they what are they alluding to because in the first place? Because you got all these big guys, but what do you do with them? Right? You 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 don't you can't. Like, if you put the title on them, how do you get the title off? You know, sure. like, you know how, you know, so I think because WCW you look has at a problem with the giant. Yeah, you got um, Omos, um, mm-hmm. Strowman, mm-hmm. Veer, and what's the other guy? Uh, what's his name? Shanky and a couple other people. Sure. Kinda, he he kind of dances now. There's mm-hmm. only like one of them, though, that you can actually put in a wrestling match, though, and get a quality match from. I mean, Shanky, could you right? ever? Strowman. But could uh-huh. you ever, yeah, you know, yeah, Strowman maybe, but could you ever really put anybody in a quality match that was big outside of Big Show? Because, like, look at the Giant. They had the same problem with the Giant in WCW in, in, in the mid-90s. But see, Kane, does he, Kane never he has that problem. Too. Kane, but but does, but Kane's storyline was enough to keep you like, nobody said, oh, this big guy can't work. Oh, that'll make it. He was so wrapped up in the fact that he was big in Undertaker's brother, so, he was bigger than The Undertaker. It's like it was well, shoot. super athletic too. He was he was a yeah, he was a main event, he was a main event player off bricks. Like he didn't come mm-hmm. down the card until later in like in his career, but he started off at the top. Like he was working with Austin, yeah. Taker, Mankind. Like he was never out of those fuses. He ain't start working with RBD and them dudes and X Pac and them until later down the line. But Big Show, 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, what's what do you like? Same thing with Great Kali, right? You know, mm-hmm. he was a guy that they kind of force fed down, you know, force fed us to, and it, that didn't work out too well. Like, at first, it was when he first came in, he was world heavyweight champion, and you know, I mean, he couldn't hardly move. Sure, you, you look at giant, giant Gonzalez from WrestleMania 9. The worst WrestleMania, mm. WrestleMania history. Oh, come on. Friday, so that was that's great. I, yep, I said it. I said it. I said it. 11. 11. 11 was 11 bad, was the, God dang it. I ain't Let, 11 might be worse than 9. I'm a, I'm saying that on record in front of Brian Nation <laughs> in the world. But um, but yeah, uh, I mean, I, I, I don't think they have a monster problem. I think they have to describe, like, you, you even have guys like Commander Aziz. You know, I'm sure he has a different name enough. now. You know, he's a seven-footer. But it's like, well, how do you make him something besides a monster? You gotta make you gotta give these monsters characters. You gotta give them reason like like Viscera. Viscera was a, was a monster, but he played a different type of monster. He was more of an enforcer, you know. Mm-hmm. And then eventually he became Big Big Daddy V, and uh, you know this uh, the big lover man. And I don't know. Yeah. It's yeah. I don't know. I think we got to go back and watch the monster DVD with like Mark Henry and all them dudes that they made a couple years ago. Brian, yeah. you were the king of DVDs, so you still have, you still have that DVD. Yeah. Wait, okay. did I get Look, I don't, uh, did I get them? I don't think I got. I think I got them giants. Okay, look at look look at look on look on the cover and this and we'll we'll maybe dissect it. But um, see that was the yeah. problem, man, because that would have been right on the network. You see, that's why I call <laughs> Peacock stupid. But um, because like, that was now, on Netflix now, first. I remember that, yeah. Because remember they they used to put those pay per views on like random pay per views on Netflix. Early days of the wrestling round, baby. There you go. And then and the rest of the stuff was maybe on Hulu, like the NXT and mm-hmm. you know all that other stuff, but. But yeah, you know, we we you know we kind of we kind of got off topic, which is fine because uh, it's officially midnight. Because now we are officially burned in the midnight oil. But ladies and gentlemen, it is investigation time, and and of course we have two to address. Bluetooth is officially connected. There it is. That's the sound you've all been waiting for. Each week, ladies and gentlemen, the wrestling realm, we conduct our investigations first. We have to figure out what is going on with Dexter Loomis and his obsession with the Miz. And then Bray Wyatt, the fiend, a white rabbit. What is he doing? Where is he going next? And where is this rabbit hole leading us? But guess what, ladies and gentlemen, now, now, on the Wrestling Realm Now podcast is the time to explore these things and get to the bottom of whatever's going on in the WWE. It's perfect. It's perfect. You see that, man? You, you 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 just like uh, Maya Angelou. I remember uh, one of our professors. <gasps> no, I don't feel like me. giving a shout out. Listen, that is extremely high praise. I'll take. I just got compared to Maya Angelou. Wow. Because because he said that. Um, and, and, matter of fact, Rog was right. in that class. <laughs> Rog, this was this was me and brother Rog met, and uh, you know I'm called uh, um, Professor Ball's class. He talked about. Oh yeah, you didn't. Uh, like- <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a problem with him, but you know. He he was different, uh, but we learned, we learned, we learned. But um, he said that <laughs> Maya Angelou we learned, we learned, had, we learned, we learned, we learned. It gave somebody <laughs> like she charged somebody exactly like whatever amount she charged for only one hour, right? Mm-hmm. And he said mm-hmm. when it got to like fifty nine minutes, he looked at the clock and he said when that clock struck an hour, she had just said her last word. So like. When you just did that, it was like perfect time. I wonder if Brother Raj remember that story. I'm sure he does. Mm-hmm. 
There it is. Look, you see, I'm not going to repeat it. <laughs> Moving on, gentlemen. <laughs> so this, this past see, if I put off. a the in before that sentence, it changes the whole thing. <laughs> yep, just big time, big time. Yep, big time. It's just completely different idea. <laughs> completely different. People see this. The, they'll see it in the YouTube chat. Oh my god! <laughs> completely different idea, but uh, mm-hmm. gentlemen. The Miz and Dexter Lumis. <laughs> I just laughed thinking about it. First of all, Dexter mm-hmm. Lumis is killing me. But it, here's is one. <laughs> so first of all, let's just start. I keep laughing at this idea because it's something I think I think Brother Hugh or somebody, one of you guys mentioned it last couple weeks ago. We first started to investigate Dexter Lumis's obsession with the Miz. Of course, they were in, uh, I believe, Edmonton, Canada. At the Edmonton, mm-hmm. they were in front of the uh, Edmonton Oilers, uh, you know, um, display section of uniforms and mannequins, where the Miz had declared that he had hired a security force to stay sharp and to uh, watch out for he whose name shall not be mentioned, according to the Miz, but we know him as Dexter Loomis. You know, I'll be called Miz Force. I think that's what they call themselves, Miz Force. And yeah. he offered an incentive. And, and this incentive made me think about, I could have swore it was you, Brother Hugh, that, that brought this up when he said, here's what I'm offering. I'm offering fortune and fame and potentially a new spot or a new feature in another Marine movie. No, that was, uh, was B-Dub. That was you, Brian H? That was Brian H. Brian H said it then. And I was he's like, well, he's sleeping. You sleeping? Uh, no, nah, I was trying to oh, quit. Okay. But you know, I'll be yeah, hearing yeah, y'all twice. Yeah. <laughs> to Which one is about that time? That's Brian H's clipping. That's his clipping face. <laughs> that's his clip. When he's clipping off social media now, when he starts hitting these one of these joints, he start, you know, you see it. <laughs> no, no, because what I'm saying was, I'm like, yep, he's, 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 he's starting to go. We got to wrap this up soon. But uh, the Miz, he hired the Miz Force to watch after Dexter Loomis, right? Mm-hmm. And um, he's like I said, he he mentioned the Marine, and I was like, wait a minute, maybe this has something to do with what Brian H said before, when he was like, well, maybe he's trying to show him that he's gonna audition to be the next lead or villain or something in, in a Marine movie. And um, needless to say, you know, the Miz goes off and he sends out his Miz force to take care of business, and he comes back, and they all seem to have been decimated on the ground waiting. And of course, the the man, the, the Edmonton oh, Oilers mannequin. Did you see? Did, did you see Joe, uh, Joey Gargano? Bruh. you see Gargano when he came? He was walking out the back. I was like, going to the ring. He was like, like what? Wait, what? What's, what's going there? on? Like, what's Why? going on? He was. <laughs> he was so confused. Like, what just happened? Like, what's what is what's going on? Kevin Owens was like, I, I don't care. Whatever. I don't, yeah, just, whatever. <laughs> no big deal. And. And the mannequin comes to life <laughs> and Dexter Lumis snatches off the helmet and he proceeds to beat up the man. He hit him one good time. He hit him in the, in, in the, in the gut with the hockey stick. He throws off the gloves like he's about to fight. <laughs> it's the subtle things. <laughs> he throws off the gloves like he's about to fight in a hockey match. He breaks the hockey stick over like, his back. He said it best, a hockey match because that's exactly it's, what happens. That's, it's just he, that he, literally goes, he literally goes like this and like swings. <laughs> Hold on, I got to put my title down because it's... He slings the gloves off. Like I said, come on, man. He's keeping a straight face the entire time. And he and the Miz, he comes to, he looks around, and Dexter Lewis is sitting next to him with the crazy eyes. And he chokes him out again. And he starts stroking his face in his hair. What the hey? We've been investigating this stuff for like a month now. And mm-hmm. we still can't figure out why the heck Dexter Lumas is obsessed with the Miz. 
And it's I no mean, new clues. No new clues whatsoever. I can't imagine what it is. I, I'll say this. I'm so glad that once again, they, they have found a way for the, the, the superstars to work with young talent and to make them relevant because Dexter Loomis every week, is, it's turned into a running gag. It was like, well, how is he going to outsmart the Miz now? How is he going to show up? Mm-hmm. It reminds me of like the episode of Boy Meets World when, uh, when, the, when the brother Eric was like stalking Topanga for some reason. And he was like, his face was in the couch. <laughs> and she pulled, <laughs> and, she, and like, he had like a couch bodysuit on. Like, I wish I had the clip. Eric had the couch bodysuit on. So, like, when she sat down on the couch and she moved the pillow, his face was right there <laughs> in the couch. And it reminds me of like, dude, this is what Dexter Lewis is going to do every week. He's going to mm-hmm. find a new way to disguise himself and pop up on the Miz until we can finally figure out what the heck he wants with the Miz. But do you guys think we're getting any closer to finding out? What he actually wants. And do you think this has anything to do with any of these Marine movies? Because the Miz brought up like, hey, listen, if you guys can stop Dexter Loomis, you can, you know, you'll get a spot in one of my new one of the new Marine movies. You know, one of the the, the new straight to DVD classics. Are we any closer, gentlemen? Or is this like, okay, here we go again. Dexter Loomis is going to keep stalking the Miz, beating him up and doing it every week. He's going to school with Roddy Piper. Just when yeah. you think you got the answers, change you go. the questions. Change the questions, man. Because I, I don't think we get close. I thought we was. I, I, I said yeah. it. I thought it was the movie. You Bro. know? And, and But now, shucks, I don't even know. I and thought then we were close. could be coming up soon. That's what I'm saying. Like, what, what, He could this... be with uh, Bailey for War Games. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is intense. This is intense. This, this Wrestling has not been this complicated in a long time. But I'm it's glad lovely. that we have a chance to. Uh, it says Loomis watched Stanley's Helper on Blu-ray. Has been a huge fan of Miz ever since. That's a possibility. Dang. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I don't know. Like, like, what if he goes? Like, what if he turns into a serious character and he goes, "Oh, I was just joking, man. I was just trying to get your attention." And he's like regular after that. <laughs> <laughs> that would throw. That would throw everybody off. Miz like, you did all that just to kill me. He's like, yeah, I figured this. You know, I was method acting. Like, I was, I was trying to do what you do. It would be a different mm-hmm. look for Dexter Lewis, but who knows? I mean, I, I think that's funny, but. Ladies and gentlemen, I hate to say this, but the investigation continues. <laughs> we gotta. I I will not rest until I finally know exactly what the heck Dexter Lewis wants with the Miz. But we will get there, ladies and gentlemen. Only time will tell. Stay tuned. Next week, as we continue to dive into this series between the Miz and Dexter Lewis. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. But we have look at that. It was like, nah, I'm just, yep. yeah, exactly. Wouldn't that be something crazy? Yep. But like I said last week, as we close one investigation, we start another. Gentlemen, hold on. Before we get there, Uh-oh. World War Three, ninety-five, Flair mm-hmm. versus Sting. So mm-hmm. this is my favorite Flair versus Sting match, and I know people are like that one, but. They had three rings, and Ric Flair really like used all three rings because the three rings for for the main event. That obviously. is, <laughs> 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 it's just like running all three rings. Then you got uh, during the match, uh, Colonel Rob Parker, who was in one of the earlier war games with Ric Flair, I think. Uh, him and um, Sister Sherry, they out on a date <laughs> to watch the match right here at the Scope in Norfolk. But uh, yeah, I had to I had to point that out because this is just this is some good stuff right here. This is WCW that I like. You know the crazy part is though, you know, WCW used to run that Norfolk scope a lot, bro. I don't yes. know how I heard Norfolk scope when I was watching wrestling last night. Which is <laughs> Norfolk scope a lot. I just kept hearing like, bro, how many times did they run Norfolk Norfolk Scope mm-hmm. Arena? Not to mention that's when DX DX showed up outside of Norfolk Scope Arena. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah remember yeah. that? 
Uh huh. Story for that after after the podcast. Oh. <laughs> but uh, brothers, we wrap up today's show mm-hmm. with uh with another investigation. And I'm mad they at... took all the fiends music off of uh all all plat- streaming platforms. Remember the yeah, last week when I was they're... looking for it? Yeah, I do remember. That's because they're freaking messing with us. Mm-hmm. Man, like I'm like this ain't it. That ain't it. That ain't it. <laughs> Shout out to Montezzi, but that ain't it. <laughs> but bruh. No, we might get we might get canceled for that one. That's why rabbit. Let me let me not play that one. Oh, <laughs> They're like, wait, we don't mind you play that wrestling stuff. No, don't use that. <laughs> we got another clue, ladies and gentlemen. Oh uh, Bray uh, Wyatt's uh, returned. <laughs> so we got another I like QR code. <laughs> we got another QR I just answered code, Rob's right? question. That's all Rob's question. That's all. No, nah, you good. Trolling, what y'all think about? Okay, wow. Um, we we got another clue for goodness sake. This is they're gonna they're gonna fry our brains. Mm-hmm. We got another, we saw another QR code on the screen. We saw another QR code on the commentaries desk. Did you gentlemen notice these com- these uh, QR codes? Mm-hmm. I, did you guys? Did I, you guys? Part- to y'all, the group chat. <laughs> okay. Did you guys right. partake in 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 the QR codes participating? I, I did. Shout I'm to, not lie. I thought it was you. Yo, well, then it was the guy. Well, this time it was. Well, we got one QR code mm-hmm. um, that led to a collage of former WWE clips that kind of um, that was that was that was done by the TikTok account underscore Come With Me, and it was it was a collage of WWE superstars that put together the message "Who killed the world? You did." With like mm-hmm. all with Kurt Angle and Road Dog and all these things are just people, right? Mm-hmm. And then we got another QR code that flashed across the screen that um that led to coordinates um to a big pink bunny. Uh-huh. That's right. A big pink bunny. Real big pink bunny. A real big pink bunny. That's right. the Easter season. And then we saw um, an area code that led that was that said four oh seven oh one. And you say, well, what's what is what is what is what zip code is that? And it's it led to Corbin, Kentucky. <laughs> right? Are you still confused? Because I am too. It's okay though. We're gonna keep breaking it down. No pun intended, Brian H. So we figure out. Okay, so what what does this mean? So a lot of people have done different things. A lot of people look it up source code, and then the source code it had. Um, some lyrics to uh, Alistair Black's original WWE music in there, mess with people. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a there's a record company in Corbin, Kentucky, 40701 zip code called White Rabbit Records. Mm-hmm. Right. And the YouTube account put up minutes after commercial break and WWE went to commercial on Raw went to commercial break and they played, of course, White Rabbit. And they played it for the live audience. Lights went red, camera phones out, fireflies everywhere, and they played White Rabbit. And literally minutes after that happened on live TV, um, a new video surfaced on a YouTube account of White Rabbit Records. And it literally just said 04062. And 
it was literally a two second video. And the title of the video is literally 04062. And it's a zip code that leads to a place called Wyndham. <laughs> mm-hmm. Brothers, what is Bray Wyatt's real name? Uh, Wyndham. Wyndham Rotunda. Yep. There were other clues. There were other things. But you know what? My brain is like, nope, I can't handle it. It's too much. <laughs> they they have they are taking us down a rabbit hole for real. Like I I I couldn't even begin to piece together all the other things that I saw and all the things that, that were being debunked and all the clues. But I said, what in the world is going on? And I'm at the point now, like, okay, once again, we got we got new coordinates. Once again, uh, part of the part they, they gave us new coordinates, uh, part of some of these clues, and guess where it leads to? Um, I believe uh, wh- oh, uh, where where are they going? What part of Canada? I just said it earlier in the show. Winnipeg, Winnipeg. Winnipeg. There's more coordinates that lead to Winnipeg. So you know what that means? It's going to lead to another clue. It's probably going to lead to another clue. It was probably going to lead us to extreme rules, gentlemen. Man, we're How, Scooby, we're Scooby Dooing them, brother. If we could get the Scooby Doo and, and, and the Mystery Gang, whatever, and and I mean, Mystery I, Machine, all that. This would this would help our cause so much more, right? But let me ask you a question: Are you Scooby guys Doo having, did the Scooby Doo WrestleMania a few years ago? The DVD, right? They got they should call him back. That means they have his phone number. They do. Call, <laughs> Scooby Doo, call his cartoon teenagers. WWE Let's get to the bottom of this. Let's see. Let's get to the freaking bottom of this. Do you are you guys having fun chasing? <laughs> are you guys having fun chasing Bray Wyatt down this rabbit hole? Hey, look, I got a headache, so I, I took a break after SmackDown. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. SmackDown, <laughs> man. Bro, hey, like I, I was blown. I, I said, I, come I, on, bro. Hey, we're not bro. about to do this. I said, we're not about to do this, man. Y'all messing with me. I, I mean, I, know. I, I, I wasn't expecting him to, to pull up, but it's like Dude. I wanted something more. They're gonna but, keep uh, messing with us. They're gonna keep sending us down this rabbit. Like when they literally said, "Come with me, feed your head." You didn't feed your head. I'm like, dude, no. This is the problem. You're you, you're pulling us deeper into this rabbit hole, like Alice in Wonderland. Like we're very very late for a very important freaking date. And you're like, <laughs> what in the world? This is something that I've never. Vince McMahon would have never had the patience to do something. Oh like no, this. he wouldn't have. He wouldn't have. This is. I, I, I've heard a lot of people say that they're having so much fun because it's it's so interactive and it's so hard. It's like I feel like they've let Bray Wyatt loose. Like this is something he's probably been talking about. When they say when, when you hear reports of him being unhappy with creative, this is what he's talking about. He probably had concepts and ideas like this a long time ago that Absolutely. he didn't have a chance to execute. But I'm talking about they're getting third party third parties involved they're getting tiktoks they're getting actual record labels and places and area codes and and i'm just like bray Wyatt is twisted man because he's really got us going like he is living out he's he's playing a character in a movie in real life and he's like oh i got a chance to really do this thing that i that i would love to have done in the movie and that's he's, where we are like at this point jigsaw or something he he really is though and it's you like play man, a game and that's exactly <laughs> what he's doing. So, so, so let me ask you this as we wrap up, because we're burning yeah. the midnight oil. What is oil, what is the end result? Who is the fiend after? How will he return? How deep does this rabbit hole actually go? I tweeted it out earlier, man. The mm-hmm. end result is 
<laughs> this man gonna come from up under the hood talking about it's me. It was me all along. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, son. Hey, son. Everybody be so mad, man. Bro, that's perfect. <laughs> that's the end result right there. I'm telling you right now. Brian H. What's going on with the fiend? Like, what's what's Bray Wyatt doing? Why is he playing these games with us? Where's where's this going? How long do we have to wait till we figure out when and where he's going to come back and and be who he is that we know him to be? <laughs> Look, he's on the spot. He's like, "Why are you asking me this, bro? It's late. I don't know where this is going to go. Like, yeah, I know it's late. We I, I can't up. think of this. I can't get in this dude's head, man. Bro, you know, that's what has. That's what has. I bro. That's why I said I'm not putting all this stuff in the show. Like, bro, I'm not going through all this stuff, man. <laughs> Like, I, shout out to you. You're the MVP. I mean, you're the MVP, but still, like, that, that, was, that was some good work bro, right there. But I'm not Inspector Gadget. I'm not doing this. Like, this is too much. <laughs> this is all That's a full time job. He's just having too much fun right now. Yeah, he is messing with us. He is messing with us. Because you know what? It's the fans, because everybody exactly. is smart, Mark. You know, so between him and Triple H, they bro. put their heads together, and, and it's like, we're going we're gonna to put them in their place. Let fans be fans. And, and going through all this. I, like I said, I don't even know. Like, who would he be after, right? Randy Orton's sitting at home. That was the last person. It doesn't person even matter. That saw. doesn't even matter right now, though. You, you're right, and, though. And that's the crazy part. We not even focus on that. We just we like, just want the dude to show up. <laughs> that's like, that's like, yo, come on, man. Stop <laughs> stuff, like giving us coordinates to certain places right. of place called Wyndham. Come on, dude. Like Man. doing stuff, doing stuff like you know everybody's saying maybe it's Baron Corbin, and literally that Friday, Baron Corbin ends his segment at nine twenty three. Like you guys, they, this is not even like long term. They're like writing as we go. That's how the fans going to respond. What are they saying? And then they're going to write mm-hmm. something like, no, you guys are becoming and, too dedicated to your jobs at this point. You're messing with me. That's crazy. That's crazy. That you're going to play off of other. You're going to bring other storylines into the picture to play off of that one major storyline, bro. It's and never it's, been done before. It's crazy. It's crazy. But I love it. The fan interaction is going out the roof right now. Like the social media engagement's <laughs> got to be on fire. What? Mr. Social Media what? Man, Brian H. Come I can on, I can only imagine what the social mm-hmm. media probably looks like at this point. Heck yeah. I mean, shoot, look what look what it did for us. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm trying to say. You know, this, people this is uh, on this level. All over the place. They trying to figure this out. Bro, I, I, I've ever seen may every major media outlet. In our field and mm-hmm. our community are like mm-hmm. putting together clues and debunking and stuff. And it's like, and they know we're doing it and they're gonna say, Oh, let's keep going, let's keep going, let's keep. I feel like everybody has to stop, not care to say, Oh, let's just pull the trigger for people lose interest. But it's like mm-hmm. people are naturally nosy, people are naturally nosy, and they know it, and they're like, Yeah, keep digging, keep digging. And it's like, wow, we actually did like we're sheep for the slaughter at this point because if we keep going really down called this the route, sheep. She did. That's what I'm trying to say. And then, and then <laughs> Dolph, Dolph, Dolph Ziggler, uh, Karrion Cross posted a video of Dolph Ziggler saying he's got the whole world in their hands from mm-hmm. a while ago. And I'm like, why is Karrion Cross posted that? Like, what are you doing? Like, 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 brother, mm-hmm. he said he's got other avenues and other aspects of the of the of the show involved in this as well. And it's just like, dude. <laughs> and, and apparently, he walked past uh, Bailey and them damage control while he was doing an interview backstage. Apparently. That's what people are saying. There was a bag that said Husky. Like it was a random, a random red bag that said Husky. Everybody knows yeah. Husky, Husky Harris was mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt's first freaking gimmick. Either yep. that or we're driving ourselves crazy. Wouldn't it be crazy if they were just doing us stuff to mess with us? Because now at yeah. that point, you guys have manipulated us into drawing these straws and we're making something out of nothing every week because they're just messing with us. Mm-hmm. Like 
Like I could sit there and say, okay, they could have said, no, seriously, that bag was just there by accident. But like we were so worried, like it says Husky. Husky Harris was his first gimmick. It was like, dude, they they really got us, they got us flustered. I mean, they got us flustered, no but look, look, but look how it ended though. Look how it ended for the fiend. We we, we were left like, what? What the heck is just well, happened? Like, nobody knew what the heck happened. Her face, uh, Alexa, her face was all black oil. Freaking motor oil came came Coming from her forehead. They both just disappeared, and we—I literally remember watching it, and it was just like, "Hold up, what?" And then we never mm-hmm. saw him again. So it's like, "Hey, bro, listen, man, I—I I haven't had this much. I, I feel like a kid again. When Russell does this, you know, I and mm-hmm. when it's not cutting the mustard in a lot of different ways, I can watch my old stuff, but I had moments like this, and I have titles like these that I can say, you know what? I don't have to grow up because I'm a Toys R Us kid." And <laughs> and this is this is where I'm at, good brothers. I I've got a feeling you you're right there with me as well, man. But yes, um, sir. Yes, sir. as we wrap up this show, man, please follow us on all social media platforms at Wrestling Rum Two W. Subscribe to our Patreon and Twitch and YouTube at the Wrestling Rum Patreon Wrestling Underscore Rum. Gentlemen, any last words before we get out of here? Nah, the man. Here, just... baby. The here. <laughs> oh That's yeah, big it. time. Ladies and gentlemen, now now this can sit on the shelf. <laughs> I've been exactly, holding this right? down. You about to they, they about to get this flooded on IG now. Oh, I know. Listen, I, you, man, you, this brother, man been waiting forever, boy. Just like just like just like the TD Jakes book, brother. Thou art loosed. Do you think, <laughs> brother? Hey. Thou art loosed. Do, do your thing, man. It's <laughs> gonna go wild right now. He got about That's thirty it. photos already. I thought he had him on deck already, man. Right. He's going to drop said, him right after this show. I said, Brian, this is mm-hmm. probably so, you know, by all means, man, uh, special thanks once again to brother Brandon Guy, Brandon mm-hmm. the Guy, Guy, for these uh, wonderful gifts for us, man. This, uh, we're forever, you know, appreciative of, you know, what you've done for us, you know, just to. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir, man. It was like well, Christmas yeah. time, man. It definitely was, man. This I don't. Am I tripping? Do y'all look good like this on camera too? Like I keep like, man, this looks nice on camera. Look yeah, at that. Yeah, a little glow to it. Woo. I'm tripping. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Plus, you had the ring light and all that, man. Oh, you already know. Speaking of ring lights, real quick. Uh huh. Here we go. A good friend of ours, or oh, brother Hughes, because he, he gets on my got darn nerves because he wears them got darn Crocs. Oh, Jesus. Jay Bougie. I don't hate, hate on the Crocs, bro. Well, ain't no more takeover. My man said, you know what? I'm done with takeover. That's right. What? <laughs> yeah, he, on him, baby. yeah, he 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 put down takeover. Turned uh, on him last he week. Said, he said he going dolo. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, okay. Sorry, PJ Savage. I told you, just like you Yankees. Choking in September, brother. And I was yeah, that. Wow, that's crazy. Check, check us out. That's below the belt. Get it? <laughs> I like that. I like it. I that's like below it. the belt, man. Ladies and gentlemen, join us next week as we come back and we will break down extreme rules. That's the extreme rules show, right, gentlemen? Extreme rules. Pretty sure. Pre show, yeah, exactly. So, so we'll go down, we'll break down extreme rules. We'll, we'll get into about how uh, all the matches are uh, special matches, which is which is pretty cool and pretty fun. I think it'll make it a nice and fun pay per view. But, ladies and gentlemen, just in case you missed it, brother, he and his uh, yep, that's right, it's there. Soak it in, ladies. Yeah, join us, join us next week. No, 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 show it again. Show the ads. Hold on, let me put it back on. Bam, look at that. Look at the ads. Look at that. 
He's greased up. We need I, I Valvini's music playing right there. It's all right. good though. Hold on, I've been working you. on them bad boys for a minute. Because uh, I actually had to use that music the other day. Wait, uh, Brian H has it. Brian H has it. Hello. Hello. There it is. <laughs> there it is, ladies hey. and gentlemen. Brother Hugh and his new Wrestle Realm <laughs> Championship title. Hey, I bet you don't have that sexual chocolate. <laughs> that Mark Henry, oh, baby. Oh, hold on, ladies and We're not done yet. The shenanigans continue. <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Brother Hugh and his new wrestling run championship. <laughs> Val Hunis. Hey, my man's proud. in the background crying, baby. Proud wrestling, <laughs> proud wrestling fan. <laughs> Yo, he used to sing that in middle school, though. Yeah, I showed up there, baby. <laughs> That's great, ladies and gentlemen. We gotta get out of here because we're gonna be tripping all night. Join us next week as we come back to talk some extreme rules. We will catch you on the flip side. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mr. Ryan Water.